Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Recorded live. And yes, we are live. This is the first weekend of September, and we are going great. We've got Labor Day coming up, and how many people really know why we are in Labor Day? Because my, one of my teachers said to the students, why are you all getting a day off? You're not in the union. Why would you get a day off? And they all looked at him with gear, uh with light, what what is it, does in the headlights or something like that, because they didn't know what he was talking about. Because no one knows that the, it was purposely done for the union, what, a century ago? I think it's almost a century probably since we have started with Labor Day. And my brother's birthday is this Sunday, a Monday rather, the 7th, and we used to always dislike him because when his, birthday, uh, when he had his birthday and we were in school, school started right after. So we blamed him for that. You know, you got to blame someone. Everything we do, we got to blame someone. That's the psychology of it. So let's blame ourselves for not having a good time. For yeah, how come they're fall. going early now? School never yeah. used to start till the day after Labor Day. I know, but see, they they have to do it Thank earlier in, in August now, so that the uh, December uh-huh. vacation is two weeks. Oh, and yeah. snow days too, and, to make and up for all the snow days. And we don't get snow days except infrequently. But you know what else I learned, which was really funny? This gal came down from Ohio. And the teacher was telling us she's from the north. Memorial Day in the north is a Memorial Day. I always thought of all the wars. But in the south, Memorial Day is not honored. It is today, but it's not honored as a real holiday because it was Memorial Day supposedly was started by Abraham Lincoln in honor of the Union soldiers killed in the war, not the Southern soldiers, even though they were both killed in the war. And so the South wouldn't honor the North Memorial Day, so they had their own at a different time, and the guy didn't know when that was. But it was interesting how this North and South even affected Memorial Day. So it's it's a it's a very interesting phenomenon we have here of combating still from civil war. <laughs> so, oh, we got another one going now. They that, changed the name of Mount McKinley back to the back to the Indian name it was or the Alaskan name it was. Because I guess this McKinley guy that was in the service wasn't a good guy. Colin would probably know more about that. He, he's the president. He was assassinated. Oh. President oh. McKinley was assassinated because he stood up against them. Oh. 
He was assassinated very early. What did he have, 180 days or something in office? And they assassinated him. Well, now they've taken away his mountain. (laughs) (laughs) No. He can't climb his own mountain anymore. Dang, that is. Who else? uh, Who are the faces on Mount Rushmore then? Who are they going to take off of Mount Rushmore next? They're going to put Obama up there next. (laughs) With a crown. And he'll be wearing a crown and everything. (laughs) They just have to paint a rock. You know, it'll be all right. Just put his butt up there. (laughs) There you go. Yeah, uh, it's terrible because they're so desecrating so much. And we are finding out more. I mean, uh, who was an honest politician back in the Revolutionary War time? They were all British. And they adopted this country. They were adults. They come from England. So they were groomed and and, and uh, educated in England. There wasn't the schools here. They didn't really become big schools until well after the Revolutionary War. Were they the Redcoats? The Redcoats were the British. Okay. This winter, nobody buy a red coat. Okay? Let's boycott the British by not wearing red coats all winter. Good good thinking. I don't (laughs) wear red coats anyway, but that's good thinking. That's one way to boycott it. Don't dress their color. Don't wear red. That's right. And 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 it's pretty patriotic. We all wear red because we got the Chiefs. They ought to just wear blue. <laughs> well, red, white, and blue, depending upon the directions, is war or peace. Or please help me, we are in deep doo-doo. And we are I really would like this to, I've been trying, I found one that I could put on Facebook, a, a peace flag, and, a, a, you know, the other. And I don't know how to get the pixels small enough, it won't put them on. But I wanted to put it on so people went, Oh, there, there's a peace flag? There's a different flag? And I can't get it on Facebook. It's the one so, on the side going the other way? Yeah, I found yeah, one. I've seen it. Yeah, it's upside down. The, the, the lines no, the, the, stripes, the stripes go vertical rather than horizontal. That's and the square is in the same place. Is there any red on it at all? I don't think there's any red on it at all. Yeah, there is. Uh, yeah, it's red, but it's a very faded red and a, oh, and a okay. tan. It's not a bright blood red. It's, it's a very peace. It's a peace flag. It's a peaceful looking flag. Mm. That's all I can say. It's very peaceful looking. I left a flag on the front door where I just moved from across the parking lot, but I left it and I have it hanging. Upside down, upside down with the stars at the bottom and the stripes going vertical is a flag of we are in deep doo-doo. Yeah. And, and that's on the big house and the people haven't changed it? No, they keep it up there because I told them the wrong information. I told them it was a peace flag. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> <You're right. laughs> but that's okay, you know. As we, he, they know we're in deep doo-doo. I mean, I've talked to them and, you know, got that stuff. But, the, the, but there wait, is, really? I'll, I'll send you a site where you can get some other flags that are Oh, I went through them. And, oh, but I'm talking about the picture. 
I'm talking about the picture of the Internet. I, I scouted the Internet, and it's very hard to find a peace flag. And the one I found was a very good copy. And then they had the regular flag, too. So then I just saved them to my desktop and tried to put them on the Facebook page. And it says the pixels are too big. And I don't know how to make that smaller. So I can't get it on. Do you, do you know, Patty? No, I'm not good with you know, computers, right, but no. I, my, my thinking is that you should sit down and make one, sew one, and then take a picture of it with your camera. Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> She's got all the time in the world. She's been sitting home crocheting, aren't you? <laughs> oh, my gosh. I'm, I just got done. Just paint it in your lawn. Paint it with, go get some paint, paint it in your lawn, and then take a picture of it. <laughs> That's a good idea. But, <laughs> you know, we have, to, we have to think about this, that all the energy that they've gotten and created from that, that everybody's flying this military complex war flag, we need to be flying a peace flag and get this energy changed. Well, I'm I mean, thinking living. about that. I'm really serious about that. There is a section of my yard that I don't water because it's next door to Debbie and she doesn't water. So I've named that part of our trailer co- court California because we're not <laughs> watering there and that water can go to California. Now, I was out looking at California yesterday and I was thinking, I wonder if there's any kind of spray paint that I can buy that won't really hurt the grass. So I could paint a peace flag right here in my yard. I was really can, thinking about doing it. You can spray any paint. You can spray any paint because it, if your grass isn't real short, it doesn't go down into the grass and you cut it off. It's well, just, this grass is all brown. <laughs> so oh. I, I'm not worried about anything except what Bruce would say when he got home. <laughs> That's a great point because then they'll see it from the sky and make it in fluorescent paint if you can get fluorescent. I was gonna paint. do it on top of the trailer until the guy that was fix that was doing the insulating walked across the kitchen floor and or the kitchen part of my roof and a thing fell down and then I went, "You better not walk there. You're about to come through the roof." And he came inside. He goes, "Whoa." <laughs> So I'm afraid to get up on top of the trailer and do it, but I would if I could. Because <laughs> there's a, oh gosh, I saw the lowest Army helicopter I have ever seen yesterday. I could hear it coming for so long, and I went outside on my front porch, and I went, why is that so darn low? You know, it, had, it must have had to do with the time of day. And because of the other flights to the other two airports we have here. But they were heading back to Fairchild. Lickety split. Do you, did you have a low uh, cloud coverage yesterday? Not really. Not really. You said sometimes why they fly low, but you're absolutely right. Well, you're I am real close to... I am real close to Phelps Field where all the little airplanes land. So evidently it was happened to be below where all the little ones were. I don't know. It just 
If there would have been more of them, I would have got a little bit more worried. But my whole house was shaking. I was going, <laughs> I'm going, oh, no, they're going to drop the bomb on my trailer. <laughs> well, well, see, that, you can complain about that if they're too low. Oh, no, I'm not yeah. going to complain. I hope it's uh, when they're going to Fairchild, I hope it's our boys coming home to take care of us. <laughs> yeah, that's the other side of it. Yeah, I have a question to change the subject. I have a question. Yeah. Um, has anyone heard else heard about the National Liberty Alliance going down? I was on their call Monday night, and it's not going down. Who's spreading that rumor? It's not a rumor because it's somebody that... Um, it's pretty, you know, Colorado and Kansas have had a lot of problems with... Colorado went back into to doing the system. They went back into the regular fictional court. That's what they're doing. And they don't want you to know that, but that is what they're doing. We had another gal that failed because we had the, um, uh, what do you call it, a lot of... Uh, they're going to DHS. I don't know who's moving around, but you're really noisy. I'm driving. I'm heading the vet to the vet with my cat. Oh, not oh, again. I, What's wrong with your no. kitty? Well, oh, that was the dog. We got him better. This is the cat. So yeah. I'm heading, and I can mute out then, but I'm on the road, and it is noisy because... Uh, and the cat's meowing. and I thought I could hear a cat meowing. Oh, my gosh. Oh, she's so upset. It took me 20 minutes. I had her almost in the cage once, and she got away, and I didn't know if I was going to catch her again. I had her locked in my husband's office, and he's got it full of stuff, and she could go behind one thing and the next, and I just didn't know if I was ever going to catch her. So, (laughs) and I have an appointment at 9 o'clock with her, so. Oh, dear. Anyway. What um, I was saying is that this gal, these two gals that were in charge of the uh, family court cases where DHS comes in and takes the children. They didn't think NLA was going fast enough and they knew better and they were much brighter and they were much all, all of these other ego points. And the one gal that did all the the real turning out is one of these people who is never wrong. She is only right and it's other people's fault, you know, that kind of personality. And uh, she bailed two weeks ago, thinking that all these uh, family court cases were going to go with her because she is so good. Well, when you have ego that big, you know, people aren't going to follow you. And now, they that's, didn't. Not the, that's not the same story I heard about, about I that. I know, but I'm, uh, listen, Lola, I'm on there every week. I'm on there on Wednesday night. And we, we we talk about this stuff. So what you're hearing are rumors to make people afraid. It is the SOP of all these other craps that are going on. That we have Is there a possibility that 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 John DeRush did not give them their paperwork back? Is there a possibility it of that? Is, no, there is no possibility. She took all the paperwork. What they're now having to do is re or uh, have it reassembled. People were not to send in all paperwork. They were supposed to send in copies and their affidavits. So he's just reassembling it under a new gal 
out in California. Catherine is her name. All of it is is still going forward. They've got the habeas corpuses already. They're going in with habeas corpuses. They know they're not going to respond, and then they'll go in with the next part, which is to fine them. And and what it is is a constant barraging them with paperwork. And what this other gal is doing, she's going with the lawyers, who we know are going to crook, make everything crooked. They, none of these kids have been gotten back by lawyers unless they're real bullheaded lawyers and really will fight for the family. And um, no, NLA is not down. It's all BS, and it is. So the, the lady, the lady that was doing this, it wasn't her own paperwork. It was someone else's. It was. Uh, she was a head of a committee. Uh, first of all, she was head of the media committee that got squat done, but she knew all about it. She knew nothing about media. Uh, and Emily can tell you and back up what I'm saying. This woman is such an egotist. It was unbelievable. And uh, then she got involved in this because of her back history of some time. She was, into, she was just all talk as far as I ever heard. And I just kind of blew her off. So when she manipulated the actual head of this family court cases, uh, she she pulled her off her purpose. And the people uh, have to really go to this other gal. They have a list of who handed their papers in. They don't have the papers, but they know that they've gotten the papers. So please resend them is what they're doing. So. No, huh. NLA has not been pulled down. It is, again, another hogwash. Yes, people will leave NLA, and they will be mad because it's not fast enough. It isn't their way, and they aren't the head of the whole group. They, they've they uh, attempted many times to uh, take John off. He's, if he's right or wrong, he's still going forward. That's what you've got to validate him for. The group is more organized. The group is doing more things. More people are becoming really educated as to what the Constitution is. People know flat about the Constitution. And there's a whole civics course on there for people to know what the heck's going on and being prepared to step in and being a common law grand jurist when we take over the court. And it's not just going to be in L.A. As he's pointed out, and as you know, there are four, maybe five other groups working towards the same goal. Right. Are there, any, uh, are, there, are there any judges that they're taking on, new judges? That we, are have, we have. There's more crackling in the shell. Or, uh, we're, we're getting feedback from sheriffs, not all of them. You'll never get all of them. We're getting some crackling in the, sh- the shell of fraud from some of the courts, not all of them. We had one case thrown out by a judge who said, and it was one of ours with the habeas corpus, and he tried to, to do some shenanigans, and then he realized they did the paperwork all correct. And he said he couldn't go forward. He knew he was in doo-doo, and he changed his position. Just like Drake said, you people have been warned. 
you've been told, stop your action, come to actual honesty, and stop the fraud, and you will be exonerated in that sense. Come and help us. Those people have not stepped forward, are now on what we call, and Colin will verify what words it is, but they are now total traitors to this country, to the people, and to the actions that the people are taking, not the politicians, not the others. I just got an email from my buddy George, and it's all about all the corporations franchised together with their Dun and Bradstreet numbers. And I copied it out of the email or out of the document and put it in a Word doc in case it disappears, which it usually does once it's done revealed. So uh, it's important that all of you get the idea that there are many factors that are moving forward. Can you send that out? Did you send that out or can you send that document out? I definitely am going to send that out, Lola. I'm getting already that email ready for you and about this military fella and what he's gone through and what the uh, politicians, the president, and everybody's done to stifle him to show that we have funded most of the wars that are going on around the world and who else is funding them. He's got a total list. He's got a book on it. There's so much coming out, Lola, that they do not want us to know. So, yes, I will be sending that out. And I've attempt, attempted through the emails I've sent you this past week to kind of tune you up to what is going on. All And I said this before we recorded, Lola, so you can catch up and anybody else that uh, is listening to this recording, is the fact that all radio shows, the blog talks, the talk shoes, the conference call lines, uh, anybody who's on conference calling, really connecting with people, we know they're all listened to. And they're all having electronic problems. So it is uh, their means of stifling any action going forward. If you want to know more about NLA, just come and listen to the Monday night call. You can go on their website, click Monday night, get the number, and come on and listen to NLA's Monday night call. These rumors are the purpose of rumors is the psychological warfare that was taught through the nephew of Dr. Freud back in the 19, early 1900s when he learned to psychologically process advertising. All this is is continuation. And the young man that I'm going to show you with that as a military background, is his whole thing was in the psychological warfare and what the offshoots of that was. So you're going to get more dot connection, and it's really valuable to have the dot connection. When is he going to be on the call? When is he? He's not going to be on our call. I'll put it in. He's done a recording oh, that's good. in this, uh, that's in a, um, 
uh, an article, and it's about uh, from American National Liberty, uh, Drake uh, Bailey's site that it's on, and he's exposing uh, Hillary Bush. There's another one out there that Colin called me up on, exposing the Bush family. And that it, it's all the dot connections. We've had many pieces of it. But this article is written by a guy who really put all the dots together. So this is what's coming out. You've got to understand. And, and Lola, I'm so glad you brought that question up. Because I don't even know that there's that kind of a rumor. I'll pass that on to the other people so they're aware of what this rumor is. Because people want to destroy anyone who's on at least a, a, a better path than we've had with others. And well, I saw got to get. I saw a new sign. I sent it to Bola, I think. And it says, and you can put it in your yard. I don't know whether you go get arrested for it or not, but it says Hillary Clinton for prison in 2016. <laughs> oh, no. Well, she's, yeah. she's going to go to jail. Well, she prison. Is yeah. on the road to go to jail. So if we start putting those signs in our yards, maybe people will get our drift. Get your drift. That That's what it said for prison, not for president. Hillary it said for, for prison, prison, not president. Yeah, not oh, president. For president. Hillary Clinton for prison in 2016. <laughs> and everybody oh. should have one in their yard. Are you kidding me? <laughs> oh, oh, my God. That's so Hillary and Dad for prison. I heard president and Patty. No, prison. 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 I love it. <laughs> It's really kind of a pretty sign. I really think it'd, it'd decorate my yard up. <laughs> yeah. That, that's the only, that's the only uh, advertisement I would do for Hillary Clinton. I guess. <laughs> yeah. and I saw a, uh, a stick in the mud. Now, I didn't see it this week, but I saw it last week when I came back from um, the uh, chiropractor was... Trump for president, but I didn't see it this week, so someone snitched it. Something looks like maybe I just uh, pulled something up that um, Jesse Ventura still may run for president. However, they say Biden there's not going to be another Trump. election. Huh? I heard he was going to be the vice president with Trump. Well, no, maybe, because I, <laughs> I was reading the article, and but it sounded kind of like that Trump was concerned because if Jesse Ventura ran, but I, I need to read it again because I sometimes <laughs> have to read things a couple times before yeah. I get it. So, well, but yeah. that would be a ticket. That <laughs> would be a ticket. But, but, but Trump, Trump is still one of them. So I don't think that Jesse is, and I'm not sure he would run because anybody knows that if they run on any ticket, they are still part of the cabal because Anybody that would would know, they would not run and put the corporation back in power if they were one of us. So there isn't any good one there. I think we're going to have to have some interim for about 120 days of people that are really, really in the know so that we can flush the toilet on all this stuff and start over. Well, you know, I was on a call the other night, and I asked questions because I was—I said I'm upset because 
I've been hearing this Nisera's going to happen for three, four years, and nothing has ever happened. And they say, oh, we're going to see it in a couple months, and it's everything's done, and then it's not done. And his comment, oh, wait a minute, i got to turn here. Oh, my gosh, I almost went the other way, and I would have been late for my appointment. Um, anyway, they said they brought up a really good comment, and I was, like, kind of amazed. At least I hope I went the right way at this point. Oh, my gosh. Uh-huh. I cannot talk on the phone anymore and drive. Like, I can't find blind. where I'm... Okay, I... I am. I, I've got headphones on, so I don't have to touch it. I'm on the right. I'm on the right road. Anyway, they said that um, he brought up a really good point, and it really did answer my question. And he said the reason he said that it isn't happening when they say it's going to, and it keeps doing that, is because when they get really close, he said the cabal pulls really stinking crap that could hurt a lot of people, and they back off. Yeah, and what just the good guys back off to save lives, and he said that's what they're trying to do is to, and then they come back in in a different angle, and they work on a different angle, but he said, you know, they really plan to have it done, but he said these people are absolute psychopath evil, and they will kill anybody and everybody. They said they plan, like the whole northeast, west, to burn the hell, burn it down. That's what they're yeah. doing. They're just burning this freaking country down. Well, that's, exactly just, um, that's what we were talking about before you got on, was that um, the uh, the fires were there, but Patty said they had uh, some snow up the mountain, and that'll stop the, the thing. So but what we have to keep saying is the Ho'opono uh, prayer all through this month to stop a right. lot of that crap. Because well, and we also is, can visualize water falling and landing right. on this virus, and we're just going to have to start using That's serious working. visualization. That is working, you guys. Now listen to this. Listen to this. I was on a call, and I went out when he said that all we have to do is visualize the rain. And I went outside, and I just did it for three seconds and felt a drop of rain hit my nose. Then I ran back in and got on the call, and then I looked outside, and it was windy, and I had to put the phone down, run back out there, and yell at God and say, No wind! Just rain! You can wind after we get this fire put out. No wind until after the fire's out. (laughs) Because, you guys, I fought fires back in 1970. I have a lot of experience in it. I know for a fact that this is the driest Spokane, Washington, or Spokane County has been in a hundred years. That means all the other places around us are drier than dry. So that is part of it, plus the winds. You know, it's natural to have fires, but a lot of these are started by stupid people leaving a campfire, or it could be started on purpose, but we've got a hand on it now. And I think we're all going to be okay. You know, we have to realize and look back at the years, at what has happened. Now, there are little differences. Yeah, we didn't have chemtrails back then and stuff. But basically, this is the time of year that all this happens. And they've stopped most of it. I guess there's enough of Washington State that has burnt up that would fit the state of Vermont. I don't know whether that's true or not. 
you know, but it's all these small towns. That's what makes me wonder if it's cabal, you know, because that would be the part of the, uh, that's the east part of Washington that they want to take over, you know, it's just, Plus, we're having, the fires. Plus we're having earthquakes. We had a 4.0 earthquake by Grand Coulee Dam. And right down from Grand Coulee Dam is Hanford Nuclear Plant. So, so I'm sitting over plant. here going, well, I'm only 100 miles from a nuclear plant and 100 miles from a dam. Nothing's going to happen to me. <laughs> Yeah, well, they, oh, well. They, they're wanting to get rid of the nuclear plants, and that is one of their objectives, is to uh, rid the country of nuclear plants. So that's why you're having that possibility. They can definitely start earthquakes. We know they did that in uh, Japan. So, But that uh, isn't a good way to get rid of a nuclear plant, is it? <laughs> How many people will be killed in getting rid of that plant, Patty? It's the objective of this month is sacrifices. Oh, okay. You got to follow what they're doing, <laughs> and they're, and then what they're doing is purposeful annihilation of the people. So they were just pretending they were going to do the Hoover Dam. They're going to do Grand Coulee. Lovely, Patricia. I'm buying a bus ticket. I'll see you in a week. <laughs> you got it, baby. No, but, your uh, seat is worse than mine. Now you can't even fly over that area. Oh, there's really? No, Why? There's a no-fly zone over you guys over there because, I don't know, I think there's a spacecraft up there or something. I don't know. The radars and stuff are going crazy. Um I'll have to find that and send it to you. But I appreciate it. Yeah, but are you hearing what they're doing now? It's called, remember the old story I sent it out years ago, how to catch wild boar. (laughs) Wild boar you put up, the guy said, give me two weeks and I will have all your boar. They were going to pay him uh, a million dollars, let's say. It was a large amount. And uh, give me two weeks, none of you come around. Two weeks later, he has all the boar. How did he do it? He went in there knowing the the psychology of a boar. He's a, a rooter. So what the guy did was put up one wooden fence, and then he went away. But he left some corn, some feed on the ground. Comes back a few days later and sees the feed's gone. He adds another fence and adds more feed. More boars come. They eat it up. They go away. He adds a third fence, and he's got a lot of feed down there, and the boars are saying, hey, this is easy. We'll go and do this. And all the boars, not all, but most of the boars will come in and go in the yard, and he puts up the fourth fence. And that's exactly what they've been doing to us for the last centuries. We are in the prison, and the more we keep agreeing to it, the more they tighten the fence in. 
burn down the forest so the small people in small towns have to go to the big town. The big town has the feed, and you're going to have it easier to get food. You don't have to grow it. You don't have to go out and forage. You don't have to do anything. It's there in the grocery store shelves. Water's plentiful until they turn the tap off. Food's plentiful until people all panic and clean out the shelves. Then you're stuck with a mass of people that will kill for food and water. You get rid of the people. You get rid of the animals. You get rid of having to take care of them. You get rid of uh, uh, having to maintain anything. And nobody's there to ever see the end because they are wantonly set up to kill them all. So how do we combat that evil? With love and the Ho'opono. They do work. And the Indian um, rain dance works also. Patty, you proved it, and each one of us can do it. If they're attempting to do something evil in your area and you see anything, do a rain dance and see if it'll soak up their thing and they won't do it. They can't fire in in rain. Yes, they do. However, it's a lot less to hit the people because they will be different. So it, it, it behooves us to think through what is going on, where is this going, and how can we stop it. Uh, I would put up in... Uh, Lola, I'll send you the peace flag in the site, everybody, of a fellow who I do other work with uh, that has a site with a peace flag. And I had someone from NLA say, oh, no, that's a military peace flag. Military or not, it's still a peace flag because for the military to have come into many of the ports a long time ago, they had to fly a peace flag so they wouldn't be fired on by the port's outpost gunnery. So the one that I the one that I had was a civil peace flag. Yeah. It, it was a civil. In other words, it was not the military. Military. It, it was not of, of the military corporation. It was of the organic peace flag. I'd love to see it because, and, and let's compare it because this guy got a, it was used way back in the 1800s. So. Yeah, I'll try and email so. it. It may go through the email where it won't go on to Facebook. Okay. So yeah, and you it's know it's so Brad easy to put. Go ahead. I'm sorry. It's just so easy to put stuff on Facebook, and I don't send much on email anymore because I could just click and put it on there, and the whole world can see it. And like it, they can delete it, but it's easier to me than emailing everybody anymore. Well, Brad, my, uh, I don't get any of your stuff because I, I won't do Facebook just for what you're saying. But Well, Brad, you know, I, I decided that we just have to be brave, and I wanted, I just felt that we needed to get it out there, and so I'm doing it. I was going to stop in January, and then I made a decision, you know what? This is my country. I am supposed to be free, and I am going to put it out there if they like it or not. And that's what I did. Well, I, I, it's, it's such a time consumer. 
That's, I don't want to do that. But the, uh, Brad might be able to help you get those pixels. He's uh, a computer. Oh, cool. Yeah. Cool. So we'll send it to cool. Brad. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. Let's get it done because if if it gets to people, and I would start putting on your on your Facebook since you're using it, the Ho'oponopono prayer. Because yeah, people, I will do that. We've got I to energetically to change this whole <laughs> atmosphere this month. This month is is a total pagan ritual month. It has been. Wars have been started in this month. Assassinations have been done in this month. And now we have like five different, if not six different things going on just this month that are all paganism, paganistic rituals. And whether it's to bring back the Antichrist or the Four Christ, I don't care. It's for our detriment, so it's important we do something about it. Just for what you're saying, uh, Lola, I don't give a shit. Lola, can I ask you a question? Who is the one that was telling you that NLA is folding? No, I'm not going to go there, and I'm not going to start any, I'm not going in the middle of any crap. So okay. I want you to know that there's, it's a fairly valid situation, but if it's not right, I'm going to find out and get to the bottom of it as well, but I'm not going to do a he said, she said, and get in the middle and cause major upheaval in hell. That's not what we're here for. So Good that's thing. why you're, I answer the question. It. It and, has to be and they may know already who started it. So, I well, mean, it, it has to all be verified, and it will be verifiable if it's true. And if it's not right. true, that will also be verifiable. So, right. And I, all you got to do is wait. All you got to do is wait a little bit, and the truth mm-hmm. will come out. Mm-hmm. And, that's, and that's that's the point. That is the point. So, it's all right. about the truth coming out. I mean, more truth is, and more stuff is being revealed. Truth or not, time is, is always going to tell. That's the whole point. There is Understood. another peace flag. What? There is another peace flag. It's, oh, yeah. a galactic, it's a galactic peace flag, and it's a circle and a triangle. Oh, I like that. I'd like to see that one. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, Colin. Yeah. Uh, they're trying to do the same thing to the Oath Keepers. Right. That, they're, that they're defunct and they're not working together, so... You know, that there's... That there's corruption, and the and the members are leaving in droves. Yeah, but uh, you know, that's the trying to do the same thing. It's a psyop. Yeah. Well, you know what? Oath keepers will not. Uh, they will not um, give up any allegiance to the corporation if they have any. At they this don't. point, that's, that's what I've seen. If they have true. any any ties to the corporation attached to them, they will not give it up. They should if they're if it's just. But most uh, Lola, most of the oath keepers did it to the Constitution, not to the president. They changed it to the current soldiers say it to the president. The original ones say it to the Constitution, and that is what they're upholding. And Which Constitution? Great, I correct. You're correct. Which Constitution? But it's not the corporation Constitution, is what. They're thinking. And okay, I well, think that's, that's what they're doing. 
See that? It's another stirrup. They're stirring up trouble in every group. Absolutely. They want them all fighting. This is the same old, same old Roman methodology of cleaning the ranks. You get them fractionalizing against each other with hate and he said, and, and that's why Lola, what Lola said about he said, she said, it starts more animosity. And that's why when uh, David Wynn Miller was talking and had all these church people there, and they were doing the religion thing on each other, he said, quiet. What does two plus two plus, does two plus two equal four? And they said, well, yeah, well, if it's T-O plus T-O-O, equal F-O-R-E, is that the same? Well, no, that's not two plus two, but yes, it is. And he got their attention. And that's our point. We have to get the attention of the people. And if they're being fractionalized, it's a purposeful, psychological, um, fear porn system that they are created and perfected to the nth degree that we would all fall for it without fail. So we we do. Hey, Donald, how are you doing, Donald, son? Oops, he's muted. He's probably in, on, a, on a train riding around. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it's something we all have to, and this role that you're listening to a whole different sphere of people is invaluable in you hearing the other side of the coin so that you can do your investigation. Hi, Donaldson, you're unmuted. How you doing? Just getting over a head cold. Well, you supposed you? to tell those head colds to go away and put it on a shoulder cold. <laughs> you know what I read on the Internet you can do about that last night? You can put onions in your ear. You cut out the center part of the onion and you put it in your ears before you go to bed at night. And it's supposed to draw the cold out. Oh, that's cool. You can also put I... it on the bottom, a slice on the bottom of your foot and tape it to the bottom of your foot. Yeah, you can do both. I, that You must have read the same article I read. Yeah. The one in the ear kind of is kind of hokey to me, and I'm like, are these people picking this thing up just to see if people are stupid enough to do it? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It may work. I don't know. I just I'm sitting here going, we're all we're all crazy enough to try it, you know. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you know why I not? am. <laughs> yeah. Why not? You know, all the other stuff that that is, which is all chemicalized, has killed more people than they've helped. So maybe this could work. <laughs> Weren't there onions that saved people's lives back in the plague? That they well, put they onions, onions in their house and, and they, they suck up all the disease? I think they used onions for the plague. Yeah. I, I think that's, you're right, Patty. I think they did. So it's, it's an interesting thing because onions are very healing. We had this one guy, we, we did a video on, uh, or I sent it around and Emily and I watched it or other people watched it. And he was using onions and ginger, but ginger, onions, and something else. And I tried it for a while, but 
I saw nothing change, but it's because of my body. My body was very polluted, and it still is, so I'm working on that. Well, I took a real close look at that, and to me, it said to cut out the middle part of the onion, but to me, it looked just like he had scallions in his ears. Oh, scallions. (laughs) And a a scallion is an onion, too, isn't it? Yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Well, we could put scallions up our everything and see what happens. <laughs> Which everything oh, are you talking about, you would think of that. Only you would think of that. I know. Hey, they need some scallion beads. Ooh. Scallion beads? <laughs> beads. Anal beads. Uh-oh. Oh. Okay, that's a, that's kind of kinky, but I thought you meant beets like the kind I'm growing in the ground. You no. stop it. Uh. Stop it. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> you being bad. You being bad now. <laughs> you being bad boy. But we, no, that's a great, great tip, though. Great tip. What is it? I was just saying it's a very good tip. You know about the onion side. I read the same thing. I. I went out and started eating a bunch of onion rings when I, after I found out about the power of onions, but I don't think that does the same same thing. No, well, but them, right? The ones he had taped yeah. to his feet were the, were the purple ones, so I noticed that. See, I noticed things like that. They were purple onions, or is that what yeah, you're they were the Yeah, they were the purple ones. Well, I, I think it matters what kind of onion you use, too. I didn't realize there was a difference until um, I did some more research on what this uh, that guy was doing. So it it, it it's made a Emily. Yeah, I did a meditation. I Sorry. Uh, Go ahead. The question, the answer. Well, answer to the question before I even ask it. Uh, <laughs> I <laughs> watched a. Uh, a video with Dr. Palai from India, this uh, like spiritual scientist guy, and he suggested for removal of karma to take a lime and at, you know you're doing a specialized mantra while you hold it over your joints, the muscle joint, I mean the bones, you know, and uh, and that it would be helpful in removing karma. Hmm. So yeah. So I was wondering if there, that must be something to there must be something to the energetic qualities, you know, of um, of different types of fruit and, well, and and vegetables like that. Well, going back to uh, in history, how did they heal anybody? It was with all herbs and vegetables and ground stuff. They didn't use so chemicals. What exactly? What what he what he suggested? to do is to do this mantra while holding the lime and circling it around these, this joint area and even around the head, circling it around your head and doing this mantra and then taking the, the lime and cutting it in half and throwing it away. Oh my gosh. I thought you meant limestone. You're talking about a lime vegetable. I mean a lime that is, fruit. That is correct. A lime fruit. Okay. That's right. 
And I think it's okay. because it has such a sour, it's got like a sucking in energy where it's like pulling everything into it, I feel. You know, like the same thing with onions, I think, right? Yeah. Or maybe right. not. But something something okay. similar to that. It's got a really weird complex. Yeah, uh, uh, onions will draw things out. Uh, potatoes will also do that because they recommend potatoes to use for warts on your feet. Go to bed with a potato in a sock so that you can uh, suck the um, uh, wart toxins out of your foot. It's very interesting. There's a lot of <laughs> I can just see him coming to our trailer after it's all over and finding us all with onions and potatoes taped to our bodies. <laughs> well, you'll be alive. Well, they may not. Oh, Patty, I learned something in school. You are going to love this. I have a slug for you. Oh, no. It is 32.3 pounds. Does it have a face? It has a little knob on the top of its head. It's a weight. Oh, oh, it's not alive. No, it's a weight. A paperweight. It's 32.3 pounds paperweight. Oh, okay. But it's not alive. It is not alive. That's why you love it. it. It's a garden statue. Yeah. Oh, good. It won't slime okay. my shoes. <laughs> it won't tie your shoes. Slime. It'll, it'll I left my slippers outside and they got slimed. Aww. <laughs> <laughs> but I thought you'd enjoy that because of That's the fact that, oh, oh, this is for Patty. <laughs> yeah, well, when you have $3,000 to pay for postage to mail that to yeah. me. <laughs> Oh, you can go down to your weights and measurement place right there in Portland and, and ask them for a slug. They'll be able to get it to you, and they won't question you about it. It's a real weight. Uh, what's it made out of? Metal. It could be brass. It could be something. Well, was, I want precious was, metals, okay? I might as well invest in something that I can trade after the... I can see me walking around with 32 pounds of silver. <laughs> it's it's not silver. It's just it's just yellow. It's just a weight. I can put it in my pants and pretend it's my baby. <laughs> I'm having a 32-pound baby. <laughs> you would need a very ha- strong wrapper to put around a baby. If it fell, man, you're toast. <laughs> Oh gosh! This Be like, girl, you've been eating too many onions and potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Yep, there we go. But it's See, good. <laughs> I missed you last week, didn't I? Yeah, I missed you. Yeah, we Sorry did. about that. I wanted to be here too. Yeah, we had Doctor Potty Mouth on. Yeah, he came on, and then he ca- he got started. And Doctor Pickle too. Boy. We had a really nice gentleman. He was uh, Dr. Logic. He's not mm-hmm. on yet, but he had some really good points. So, mm-hmm. so it's a good, it's a good. We learned Do you have Dr. Reason? Uh, mm-hmm. He wouldn't respond to that, but that's okay. You know, 
We all he probably wouldn't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, did your friend go to New York, yeah. Donaldson? Yeah. Did, my friend did not make it to New York yet uh, to to try and and pull the signature uh, from the county records for the uh, opting out of the Article 11 tax code by the municipality. Well, the so, longer he, uh, he stays out of it, the more he has lost his property. So. Yeah, yeah, I've been telling him, but I, I'm starting to, like, really suspect this guy is, like, you know, a, a troll or something. something I mean, the whole story. Yeah, because it's like he was talking about these things that are just, just his uh, property for, for quite a while, and then, you know, eventually, when we found out what we were supposed to do or whatever, and then he couldn't make it up to New York or whatever. He just stopped talking about the property altogether and as if it wasn't even important anymore. And wow. I didn't talk, I didn't bring it up, but I was, I was waiting for him to talk about it so we can continue to remedy it or maybe, maybe call, keep calling up there. And he, you know, I don't know. I guess he just never really um, followed up on it. So I think, I think with a, you know, he didn't really invest any money or like currency into it. Initially, because I think he just signed an agreement to pay. It was like a chattel mortgage. So he's he's talked. But yeah, he's. Uh, I thought. What, no, well, go ahead. What's that? What were you gonna say? Excuse me. Someone said something. What? Yeah, I was waiting to hear what they said. What's up? No, I don't know what they said. It was you. You oh. said he's all talk. Yeah, he's pretty much. It sounds like he's all talk. And then he was um, on the phone. It just felt like he was wasting my time. You know, like every every time I would say something, he would come back with like an ambiguous response. And even even though he was being friendly and, and conversational, these these statements were very very like dry and not not d- deep. They they were, they lacked depth. You know what I mean? And it, it just felt like I spent so much time talking to him over the last, like, couple of months, right? I looked back at my studies, and I was, like, not doing it. I wasn't even writing and typing anymore. I was helping this guy do his, uh, his work on his issues. So I finally got pissed off and told him, I said, man, look, you know, this is, I mean, I'm not going to tell him exactly what, but I basically told him plain as day that I feel like just ending our communications, because this is this is not making me feel good. Yeah. You know what he's called? What? A vampire. And if he's there to infiltrate or do any of those kinds of things, he will do the vampire. And he may not even realize he's doing it. Right. Until you caught on. And the reason you caught on is because you came up with a solution, and that is not... What do you want? Remember the movie uh, where the guy saw the, um, when you wore these certain kinds of sunglasses, you could see the actual subliminal message. Oh, they live. What is it called? They live. Can you spell it because I still didn't get it. Yeah, they live. Or live. I, I'm not getting it. It keeps blurring on me, and I'm not getting. Oh, Doctor Logic's on. They live. 
They live. Okay, that was it. Thank you, Dr. Logic. And uh, that in that movie, he could not convince his buddy what was really going on, and they had a terrible battle between each other until yep. he put the glasses on. And that, um, Donaldson, is what you're going through. You're getting the glasses put on you so that you actually see who are the vampires and who are not the vampires. And this is a, a hard, hard lesson for most of us to learn. True, because he totally, every time I would say or give a suggestion from the, the law books that I've been reading and pulling information from, uh, it was like he would uh, kind of try almost trumpet. You know, one and, up. <laughs> yeah, he's one upping me, but he's asking me for help at the same time. I'm like, what? This is confusing. Well, help is a, a, is a funny word. Was he help asking for help or distracting you from your help to you? Right. I felt like it was a distraction more than anything. But um, and so now he's got some other th- issue. He it's weird because he. He has a lot of issues, and well, one of them is a family issue, okay? And so now he's apparently got to do something in, in, in family court or probate court. And the re- the remedy that I gave him for that, was, I, I, I liked it because it was just practice for me. It seemed logical, right? right? It seemed, it seemed right. reasonable for me to just use the scenarios as practice. And so that's kind of what Absolutely. I'm doing. As frustrating as it is, uh, I think it's a good test of my my spirit, you know? Well, and it's also a good test if the system will will work it. Mm-hmm. True. You but his, uh, so the suggestion of, for the for the family uh, was t- to go in there and uh, just basically apologize to the judge for, for giving the impression that he didn't, you know, uh, that he was, in, you know, was contemptuous. And then to ask for... Um, you know, a uh, more t- you know a longer time to respond to uh, to his ex lady's claims, or what or what not. You know. Well, so. see, that's a Batman deal. That's what Batman teaches. I'm sorry. I, I, if there's a mistake, there's a mistake here. I really want to correct the mistake. Uh, how can I correct that mistake? What would you recommend? You know, that kind of thing. And uh, it throws the court into a tizzy because that, you see, they're ministers, religious ministers. So they have to administer to the people. And uh, they can't get money if someone's apologizing and they cannot get any restitution if the person is not uh, doing what they're supposed to be doing, i.e. admitting they're wrong and doing all the other BS that we've been taught over and over, that you have to confess and you have to tell them, you know, all this other crap. So it's important that um, if you can get on uh, YouTube or uh, I think he's on... um, he was on talk show. I got a new connection for him uh, from one of our audios. I'll try and uh, find that and send it to you. But Batman stuff I used in court, and they did not 
follow up and come after me. Because what that man is saying, there's a mistake here. I'm here to correct the mistake. What can I do to correct the mistake? We both want to be honorable, don't we, Judge? <laughs> right. And so that nullifies the <coughs> action that the judge can do. And I gave my apostille with my birth certificate on it and uh, handed that in. And then that uh, judge told me, because he got so flustered, he set me for a trial date and all this other crap, you know. And he said, and you go out that door, which was to his left, and I've said this before, to that door to his left, he pointed to his left because it was visual. And you go in there and you tell him your name and your address and raka, raka, raka. I said, thank you, sir. And I walked out the entire opposite door. I did not obey his order. When you obey his order, you acquiesced. You hear what I'm so, saying? Yes, I you do. Say, and I that's I was, honor. What do you think about the special appearance? Because that's what I was saying for him to go in and be like, I'm here appearing, you know, I'm making a special appearance, basically to let you know that I didn't want to be in, held in contempt. When you go into court, you've already mm-hmm. given up. Okay, so I'm looking at it from a contract perspective as well, that he can contract, because it's his family probate, and, you know, like, thinking he could just basically, if, she's gonna, if they're going to give him orders, right, then he can charge for his time, too. And they don't have a contract, you know, that's going to obligate him to perform or come in there because it's pro, it's probate, man. You know. So what 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 con, who's who's really whose court is it that he's coming into? Well, it's hers, right? His his ex girl, right? So well, he's in contempt of her court. <laughs> wow. Well, Doctor Logic, yeah. go ahead. Go no after you. Doctor Logic is saying the actual words. I'm here for the matter, which is what you're saying to your friend. I'm here for that matter. There has been a mistake. There has been no proper notice. I'm here to help settle the matter. No, only a fictitious person can make an appearance. General, special, make no difference. Only persons make appearances. Persons are corporation, a fiction. Correct, Dr. Logic? So this, you're getting the right words here. This is great. And I got to tell you, I practiced and practiced saying that. And I had on me a pen that was recording my voice. And it looked like I was writing notes. No, I was making certain it heard my voice. I didn't turn it to the judge to have, uh, I wasn't that close, but uh, close enough that he could hear the judge. And Batman said, you did everything, but you, you, you didn't follow it up enough. However... They never came after me. They never uh, did a trial date with me. I'm going to have to hold on a second. I'll be right back. Okay, Ben. I feel really funny about that guy. I think Donald should just just tell him to go away. Well, I think... Because he doesn't even know what the family court stuff is is about, and maybe, maybe a little baby has the right to take this guy to court. I don't know. (laughs) <laughs> that's, it. that's that's the part that's being uh, also done with NLA in the. Hey, you guys. Yeah. 
Uh, I've got Darius on the phone with me. Oh, hi, Darius. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you all today? We're doing great today. How are you doing? I'm doing excellent. Uh, We've got some good news. Um, They dismissed the case. The contempt one. The contempt. Which one? Which one of the cases? The contempt summons. That was for today. Oh, the contempt. So, did you show up in court? Oh yeah, I was there, Um, and uh, the plaintiff didn't show, and they asked me what I wanted to do, and I told them I wanted to discharge. They were fine with it. It was um, um, contempt. Uh, for failure to pay child support order. And the lawyer now, I, didn't show up for it? That's strange. No, the plaintiff. Wow. I know, who is the plaintiff? Your former wife, or was it she have a lawyer? Yeah, she. I don't think she had a lawyer, but it was, it was she made the complaint. You know. oh, okay, cool. So... And so he could have charged him, right? He could have charged her for his time coming up there. And yeah. for, uh, and that's what I would have probably asked the judge if I could do. I said, Your Honor, can I well, can I make a charge? I didn't believe it. I was like, look, I need proof of this. I was like, I'll wait, I'll wait till the judge makes the order. And they were like, oh, well, she'll just send you one in the mail. Yeah, you know, they, they do that order. The judge didn't even want to talk to me. And you should have charged her the amount of the uh, child child amount. Right, whatever the amount was, Darius. If you have children, you do need to pay them. Because it's very hard to raise children today. And you do need to pay them. Like, my my conflict is with the third party being involved, you know, because before any of this order came out, everything was fine, you know, like... There, there was, you know, at least a little bit of communication and, you know, whatever my daughter needed. It wasn't just me. My family was also helping, you know. But once all this stuff started, you know, that's like a big smack in the face. And, like, ever since she was born, looking out for her. And then, you know, the day after Christmas, I won't get this paper in the mail, you know, the the, the actual um, the first paper with regards to the support, child support, and, you know, the daughter was already over five years old. Demarius, is this California or New York? It's actually Massachusetts. But you had to go to a California court for it? No, I'm I'm in Cali. I just helped him out. What? I'm in California. He said he, okay, so where is Demarius? Darius is in Massachusetts. Yeah. Oh, you're in Bo- I, we're in, in Massachusetts. Yeah, Boston, Mass. Well, just outside of Boston. I think it's the No Fork County. No Suffolk County was nothing. Suffolk, Suffolk County. County. What's the city? Um. Well, I'm in uh, the the where I just left now was Boston, but I actually live outside of Boston in Norfolk County. Well, so you were in a federal court for the thing? Because uh, if you're in Suffolk County, you'd be doing Suffolk County. Boston's, what, what county is Boston in? 
counties in Suffolk County, but I am like I stay in Norfolk County, which is the county next door. I'm curious to find out, Darius, what were you planning on saying? And and then if we, yeah, just so we can button this up, what were you planning on saying? Well, my my first thing I was gonna be like is who's ordering me here, and then. I mean, I just need a proof of what they're saying. Like, I, I need a proof of this order. I was going to make them go back to the hearing, which allowed them to say that they were going to make an order, and they were going to have to answer all those questions that were asked in that hearing that went unanswered, unrebutted, you know. Yeah. So I was going to make them prove that they had a valid order first anyways before we went any further. I was so, you, right. so you were basically there to correct not make them do anything, right? But to help them correct everything? Exactly. I was like, my whole attitude was like, oh, there must be some sort of mistake here, but... Nice one. Okie doke. Thanks for, but, thanks, uh, for ha- thanks for sharing, Darius. You know? You're welcome. Anything else? Yeah. For the interest. That'll be all for now. Um, I actually got to get off the phone here in a minute. I'm actually traveling. Okay. Um, uh, I'll put you guys on hold, and I'm going to talk to Darius for a sec. Anything, okay. any well wishes for my brother here? Uh, yeah. Congratulations. Congratulations. Glad you got it off. Oh, yeah. yeah. Thank you. I appreciate it. I'll get back on the call with you guys soon anyways. Okay. Good, good call. Yeah, I remember, yeah, from last week we were talking. Yep. They were, yep. We yep. Were All right. Week. <laughs> In a minute. Yeah. Okay. That was beautiful. Yeah. That was beautiful. And you see, I went I went judgmental a little bit because my friend waited 13 years to go after her ex. And his mother and father have been taking care of the daughter that's now 14 years old. You know, and she's going, I'm going to get him for five years back support. And I'm going, no, we're into healing right now. We're into forgiving you didn't do anything for 13 years. Let it go for a couple of months. But no, she went slamming into court and everything has gone. They took the child away from her. The father has the child now. Well, and see, part of the thing that most people... Greed is insidious. I know. Greed and lying and cheating and stealing have become very insidious. Because when you see the quantity of just those three points being done across this country is an unfathomable amount of stuff for any of us to be able to believe, why am I doing it honestly? Why am I doing anything honestly when it's all crooked around me? Look at what Lola, I'm going to bring you up, Lola, and I'm glad you're still listening. And she's at the the vet, so she may not be able to respond. I have been waiting for Nasara since 1991. You have been waiting for Nasara since these last few years, whatever it's been. Nasara was a fabulous, great uh, opportunity for um, for people to get justice, and that justice had to be gotten basically at the end of a, um, a gun barrel. 
because the Marines were able to get the president at the time, which was in, I'm going to say, late 80s, when they finally had only people in the Senate who were non-lawyers vote on this Nassara. Then the Supreme Court tied everybody's hand by making it non-acceptable for a number of years. In 911, they actually blew up and or collapsed Building 7, which was supposedly the building that held the Nassara Papers. So there's a lot of stuff going on that I'm like, oh, yeah, right. We're going to get Nassara. They have done everything in the last 30 years to make certain you never get Nassara money. And uh, so I'm very, I'm very blase about when people say, it's coming, it's coming. It's been coming for 30 years. And I'm telling you, this is, again, the old carrot in front of the horse. Keep you in line. Drop getting the money. Drop getting all the other stuff. And start focusing on what is viable for you to sustain living in this day and age. But it is really, really, really important that all of us get it that, oh, we lost Lola. But it is important that with any of these things, the, the trust funds and all these other things that are being promised us, it is making people crazy-making. The only thing you can handle is what's in front of you and what your one foot going in front of the other foot. It's what you can handle. Now, here's Dr. Logic is saying something. When they ask, I say, I want the case closed, discharged, dismissed with prejudice. And see, that's what I was saying, discharged. And I want my legal fees paid. You keep track of your time spent, $100 an hour. There you go. And that, that's right, about right. And you come in with your bill. Yes. Wow. Right, right. And I was telling Darius that last night on the phone. I was like, you got to make an invoice and go in there, you know, and be like, here's what I'd like to do, you, Your Honor, is uh, get this compensation. See? Yep, because he's had to travel to where he had to go to their court to say, where are they? Who's this person that's giving the who's accusing who's accusing who's, me? who's ordering me here? <laughs> yeah, that's correct. Who's ordering me here? a very good way of saying it, but, but it's a learning cycle, and it is important that you hear what he, if he said all that he said, which is valuable, then you're seeing how we can make a difference in the courts. You can make a difference in the courts. It's how you behave. What is really the dismissed with prejudice part? Dismissed with prejudice means that at no time can they bring that up and use it as another foil against you. I and thought that just the opposite. 
I thought it meant they could bring it back up against you. No, 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 because prejudice, this one guy, the judge asked the one guy, prejudice, he said, I'm not prejudiced against anyone. No, no, no. Prejudging, pre, before judgment. So you mean that the eight months I spent in jail, I could have gone after him for? Of course. That's what people are doing nowadays. They're going after the time. I didn't in mind only because I wanted to go back to school. And But I get wiped out. I really did get wiped out. I'm, uh, psychologically, uh, physically, I just, I, ju- I just was pooped. And so um, that didn't help any. And so it, it, however, I'm gathering steam. It's all about us gathering steam. How can you really go and stand up for yourself? It is about standing up for yourself. We're, we will have to face that possibly in these next few days, this month. We don't know. You know what's no funny idea. about that case, you guys? What? You know how the lawyer got dismissed? He lied. My lawyer lied and yep. told him and told them that I had cancer. And I did not have cancer at that time. Yes. Weird. This is too weird. But see, they lie because of the fact they have been taught that, and this is a sad part. Well, maybe it's because of the shot they gave me while I was in jail, and they were sure I was going to end up with cancer sooner or later. (laughs) And that may be true, but the point is, is that all of us have been coerced into lying and cheating. Wow. All yes, of us. Yes, yes. You sign your name, you're lying. You're 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 giving uh credibility when you have no credibility. We go and swear on the Bible that isn't a Bible, it's been a false document that's now coming out and people don't even know that, that, that that's why they've stopped using it, uh the Bible and saying, So help me God <laughs> Because of the fact that they don't believe in there's a God out there. I keep seeing him him chase Neil Armstrong around trying to get him to swear on the Bible that he was on the moon. (laughs) Well, and that's the point. They don't want to do the truth. We've been coerced into lying and cheating each other for a long time. And when people call you on it, i.e. even you, Donaldson, calling this young man, that we can only bless him in the sense of good for you for standing mm-hmm. up at this time. Yeah, yeah exactly. Great. This is exactly. great. If you did it's, that, God love you. I boosted him up. It gave him some tough love and boosted him up and told him, look, you got this. You sound extremely intelligent and learned. And everything I say, you probably know ten times more. That's, that was and, my vision for him. And that victory will stay with him for the rest of his life. You know? And yeah. I, I, I had a victory once, years and years and years ago, that still makes me know that I am a genius. I won a case against 
the Dispute Resolution Center. <laughs> Good. Good, because those are, see, I, when I was in L.A., I belonged to the Church of Scientology. And uh, I was in a really down time. And one of the guys who was a, a really a great motivational speaker, and the church screwed him royally. However, at the time, he was able to help me get through my own, and I didn't call it depression at the time. It probably was, but I didn't do, call that because that will get you stuck in that. So I didn't call it that. But I was down. And what he taught me was that we do not award ourselves for being successful. We beat ourselves up. As I've said before, a friend of mine said, if a cop heard what I said to myself, I would be arrested for the violence I would do to myself. And we all have done it. We've, every one of us have done it. Oh, I'm so stupid. How could I do such a dumb thing? And on and on and on. And the point being that so much of what we are, are doing is exactly what they've wanted you to do, which is belittle yourself to where you are not wanting to do anything. Can I add to that? You absolutely can. And they would like us to not know the legal status also and remain in kind of abeyance as far as that's concerned because uh, last night I got... Well, yesterday I got drunk in the afternoon, and I called, I called the U- U.S. State Department on an on a like on wings of confidence. And <laughs> That's only a, a drunk could do. Go ahead. Okay. And uh, I'm like, the first thing I say when they pick up the phone is, "I am a United States citizen," and the guy's like. Okay, <laughs> how can I help you? <laughs> you know, because they last time I called them, they actually at, drilled me with that question before I could even get an answer, ask anything. They were trying to ask me if I was a U.S. citizen, and I I was like, well, which one? Which U.S. Ah. citizen are you talking about? Oh because I, mean, I know that the Constitution gives me the two the two citizenship statuses. So, which one? You know, and oh, that, that 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 lo- that stumped them. But I think you know. Like when I, by calling yesterday and and doing doing that and making sure that well calling and asking about the status and telling them hey say look eighteen title eighteen under their law section nine eleven it's a crime punishable by like three years in jail prison right uh, for falsely claiming to be uh, a citizen of the United States and I think you all probably know that but because everyone that is born here and not subject to the jurisdiction is claiming jurisdiction of the United States with no proof of their claim, like no oath on record. And they have not yet accepted the birth certificate. That means there's a lot of people claiming U.S. citizenship that are going to get a status check. Because I read in the Army Interim Resettlement Operations Manual for in 2010, I read where they are going to take people and run them through the status hearings after they bring them into internment camps. 
It's all what about status. Would status he, what would that uh, verify? Uh, it would just, it would verify either belligerent status or non-combative free inhabitant status or citizenship status. Well, if you've decided to opt out of their system, would that be an, a status they would recognize or what? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I think that's the that's the peaceful inhabitant status uh, of a you know of someone who doesn't. You're a private citizen. You're a private right, exactly. national citizen. Right. Right. Okay. Uh, or there's also the Fourteenth Amendment, you know, natural person as opposed to the Fourteenth Amendment um, legal person. It's also called, in in Carl Lentz terms, man. Mm-hmm. So they call it natural person, but it's really they're talking about man. And man so that, that, has, yeah. has man been defined by any of them? Well, if you, one of the corporation, the book I was looking in last time regarding corporate law states that corporations don't have the right to not self-incriminate. The, they, they're citizens. A corporation is a citizen. Right, but they do not, uh, for the purposes of the privileges and immunities clause, they're not. They are not citizens for the purpose of the privileges and immunities clauses of the Constitution, the U.S. Well, Constitution. How does, how does a corporation become a citizen? Dr. Logic is saying, too, man has not, not been defined by the system. The system cannot deal with living men, and that is true. Don't reply to paper to get your status. Your status is between your ears, what you know and how to speak it. However, there's a way, isn't there, Dr. Logic, to disenfranchise, and that is all we are, our franchises, to disenfranchise yourself from that system. That is what we have been working on. We have many different... Uh, areas and groups that are doing it different ways. We're just trying to get a workable way that'll stop it. What have you found out, Dr. Logic? This is interesting having other people on. Look up higher. Look up higher. Get a certified copy of the assumed name certificate. That is your document that proves you are not the legal entity. Now, are you talking about the birth certificate? Go to the Secretary of State, register your legal name as DBA, John Ray Jones. Always sign your name, Jones, comma, John Ray. Get a certified copy of the assumed name certificate. That is your document that proves you are not the legal entity. I've got paperwork on that, too. The way, that way you write your name is not you. The way you write your name is not you. It tells where you came from. You came from, you came from the Jones family and were given a name, John Ray. You don't have a first last, last name. A first last name? You are not either U.S. citizen because <laughs> no one has gone through the steps of becoming one. 
They don't register people. You weren't born into a fiction. Do I'll be not right back, reply. Then. I'm going to uh, copy all of this that he says. Good. I'm going to copy all of this. This is so informative, Dr. Ray, Dr. Lodger, Dr. Ray. I've already changed your name. Okay. Now let me get this. I got to copy and paste this. Come on, baby. This is very, because these are things that I've been trying to encourage all of you to do because so much is being used against us because we go in as that corporate name, that birth certificate name. We have to use it differently. I'm going to get a new paper here and put it in new. Donaldson? Is he there still? Yeah. It's against the law to get on the telephone when you're drunk. (laughs) You say things you don't really mean and you get yourself in a lot of trouble. I know. Do you know how many phones I've had to kill back in my drinking days? That's it. The the thing is, there is no law that way, correct? I Dad? know. I'm just teasing him. I know. But every time I called, <laughs> my boyfriend would call the police on me, and I kept trying to get rid of the phones. And I finally took this turquoise one and sank it in the pond. And do you know I still have that phone? We dug it out of the pond, and it still works. <laughs> Oh After God. I left him, he's gone. You know, that was many years ago. That's, but, uh, yeah. That still worked. I mean, oh, I have a friend who got one of these uh, Obamacare phones, and he said a drop of rain fell in the speaker thing. He can't use it. Drop of rain. <laughs> oh, well. And he got it because he he, he didn't have any phone, phoneware at all. I tried to get one, but I never could figure out how to do it. <laughs> you have to be on welfare. I am. And well, I'm on Social Security, it. and I get food stamps. I have, I do qualify for one. However, yep. every, every time I try to figure out how to do it, I go, ah, I don't need it that bad. And it's probably got bad stuff in it. I'll just use the one I've got. And this is just yeah. a, you know what? I don't need to take a phone out there with me. Then I'd forget to look up. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. And and that's the truth. He 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 did not want to do it, but his wife, uh, who was the only one working at the time, got her her amount of hours got lowered. Here, there there might be some more stuff here. Let me get what Mr. Logic, Doctor Logic, is saying. Okay. Oops, I'm up high. Example, when signing, always sign Jones, John Ray, or DBA, John John Ray Jones. Now, that's a good point. Well, uh, Dr. What does DBA stand for? Doing business ads. Oh, okay, okay. And when I sent out that stamp, that DBA is your all-caps name. Okay. That's what he's got. He's got... Uh, Jones, comma, John Ray, lowercase, first letter cap, for all caps, DBA, John Ray, Jones. Because your all cap name can never be signed because it's all caps. 
So when they ask for a signature, that's a fraud right there. You can't sign in all capital letters. So print your name. I print my name all the time in the bank. And I do it the, the David Wynn Miller way, which is, um, and I have to use my birth certificate name. So I put my first name, I put a dash, and, and then the initial, and then the full colon, and then the last name, the family name, or sometimes I write family name. Sometimes I put in front of it by colon, and that means you're the agent of. So it, it varies according to what you're writing. But, it, but when you go to, to jail, if you ever go to jail, box it. They can't do anything with your and get money from you. Just cannot. So I'm going to put, he's got some more stuff. It separates the two entities. The legal name cannot do anything without the living man behind it. You are not the name. That is correct. You are not the name. No one is their name. And you are not your title. You are not a Mr. or a Miss when they call you in, in court, Miss, Miss Wonderland. You know, that isn't, you, you have no title. And Did they call court, you Wonder Ann in court? They wouldn't do that, would they? No. They, oh, but okay. in, the, in, the, in the jailhouse, I won't move until they call me Wonder Ann. <laughs> I know. I saw the green gloves around your throat. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you got it. You got it. But it's, it's time for all of us to stand up and practice this, people. You've really got to practice it because it's very unnerving and you have to practice being very cool. You have to practice being totally cognizant of who you are, not what they want you to be. And I got to tell you, more people are saying, I do not comply. And that's what I said to that, that uh, policeman and that's why he threw me out of the car. When you send, you, you also, and this is, you're, Dr. Lodger, you're doing a lot of the stuff I've got paperwork on. When you register the name as a DBA, you get a certificate of good standing. The DBA, uh, and correct me if I'm wrong on this, to get it, I've done the DBA before. You have to log it in a newspaper. And sometimes what we did, we paid a, a, an amount to a little daily throwaway or a weekly throwaway. You put it in, it has to be announced for three weeks. And then you've got your DBA. No one reads it. No one sees it unless those people are looking for it that might have other business with you. So it's, it's a very interesting um, a thing to become your own name as a DBA. So it, it, this is interesting. Hey, you guys well, are back again. Yeah, there you are. We'll send it over in a... All right. Thank you, Dr. Logic. Yeah. That is great. I've got his email. You are so viable. Because i got to tell you, I've been working on this. We started with Gary back in... Uh, they first arrested me in 10, 11... 
12 is when I got really thrown in jail. And in those two years, we were trying to get out of the system, 10, 11, and 12. And we could never get the right paperwork. We did not want to use UCC. We didn't want to use the other methods because that kept you in the system. And that's what Batman and um, uh, what's, what's the guy down in Florida? Batman's up in Ohio someplace or Michigan. And the other guy's down in Boris, Batman and Boris. Boris is down in Florida. And uh, he is um, he is definitely, uh, they've continued, but they use the UCC. Yeah, I'll send my stuff over to you, Mr. to Dr. Logic. Uh, we'll do. I just read the line correctly. He said, send me your stuff. Okay. There, we've got so much stuff. It's really interesting. You guys did see that they took that clerk to jail that wouldn't issue the marriage license. Well, that couple. clerk has the right to do that. Yeah. She's the highest person in that room. And, and and the people are saying no. She's obeying the people. She, the clerk of the court, is a voted in party. She's doing what the people were saying. She's the only one that did. Do you, do you realize that? Yep. That's what people have to get. Every once in a while, we get an honest person. Whether it's her religious convictions or what, she said no. Yep. And and see, that's the problem. See, I I, I keep going back to Hitler, but all of our all of the history is showing showing the repetition. What went on in in uh, Hitler's Germany is happening here. But you oh. know what I'm noticing the most about this, what? Patricia. It's the people that are doing this, the ones that are going to jail. She even had a smile on her face. It's us old it's us old coots. We've already fought the system for so long that we know that if we go peacefully and just quietly and we know what we're doing now, it's a lot better. But if you're twenty, thirty, forty years old, you're gonna go kicking and screaming. Well, the other side of that point is that on many of the YouTubes that you're seeing these young people being stopped, they aren't screaming. They they know that they are being unjustly stopped, and they very calmly show me the law. Am I under arrest, officer? Why am I being stopped? They keep asking questions, asking questions. That's true. And the officer yeah. cannot respond. Go ahead, Donaldson. No, no, I'm just concurring with you. Yeah. See, and, and Patty, it's the older people are afraid of having broken bones. I mean, <laughs> they could have broken my shoulder when he threw me out of the car. Mm-hmm. But I was in good enough shape at that time that it didn't, and I was light enough. So my point is that we, it doesn't matter. Fear porn is what they keep pushing. And fear porn is the whole dynamic of what is going on now. If you notice, I I saw in the paper uh, after Friday, 
I did, was over in Walmart, and they have some newspaper stand there, and I read the headlines. Or no, even the magazine rack, that was where I was. The magazines are pumping the Pope coming. So it, it, it's out there. What are people going to do? I don't know. The, the, the sheeple that don't get it. I had a young man come up to me. He called me from across the parking lot. He yelled, hey, wait for me. And, I mean, I heard my name, and I turned around, and there's this kid waving at me. So he comes over, and it's my big uh, – he's a friend of my big friend, Phil. And he said, you're, you're one of those people that are really fighting this whole group. And I said, yeah, what do you want to know? And so we spent about a half hour, 45 minutes, and I t- sent him some stuff. And uh, on on many different avenues for him to get a cross-section picture. Mm-hmm. This is what we have to do now. Donaldson, here's a question. Are banks a part of the system? If I end the presumptions of citizenship, can I still access banks and use Fed notes? You do that on a commercial side. You have to be able to differentiate between the private side and the commercial side, and you have to be very careful. It is a very fine line. That's why we've been duped. And the duping is these presumptions. You're a mm. citizen. When you are saying, I am a nation, an American national private uh, man or woman, you're on one side. I look at it like we learned in the 12 steps. There's a yellow stripe down the middle of the road. Mm-hmm. I have to stay on my side if I want to be private. If I want to be public, I've got to cross that yellow line and go into that public arena. And the public arena, you have to be the all-caps name is what I understand. Now, I can be corrected. And I'm up to correction because I want out of their system. I want as many people to go with me that have the kahunas to do it. Adding to that, the I did some questioning for to Bank of America um, on their website. I looked on their website and found out that the Bank of America takes on your states as clients. So... When I use my when I use my state ID to open up the bank account, then as a, they treat me underneath the client of State of California, so I'm under the corporate account that State of California has with the bank. And so instead of coming in as a like you said a, nat- a national, then I'm coming in as a corporate employee underneath State of California. Right. That's my. That's what I'm presuming. From that, is that a correct exactly right. presumption? That is exact. It is not a presumption. It is the fact that okay. any of us that have any of these IDs, you are a corporate employee, and that is why the codes and the regulations all apply to you. When you stop using their driver's license and stop doing their codes and statutes and become a private party, you. At the way I understand it, you need none of that paperwork. What you will carry with you is your 
verification of your being a private national American man or woman. And they cannot do that. They actually, when you go into a bank, if you're going to go into Bank of America, and they are the biggest cabal bank there is, and you go in there, I would say go to a credit union, but if you go in there, put the box and then print your name in the box. They can't take the money out. The box stops them and do it in blue ink. Not um, their are you black pen. Talking about the signature when they when you sign to uh, all the paper. Remember your signature is a fraudulent way to do it of the all caps name. You are coming in as an agent, and right. you are doing it in lowercase with the first letter cap. But I would not write it anymore. I would print it in lowercase. Mm-hmm. Do it the David Wynn Miller way mm-hmm. and put by in front of it with a colon and then you print that name, but keep it in the box. And when they say that you do that, oh, that's just the way I do it for any contract I'm writing. Because if you don't, the small print says your money is ours, not yours. Hmm. I never boxed my name after signing a bank agreement before, so that makes sense. Yeah. You got to do that because you were going to say something. Go ahead. I think you're talking about the signature verification. That if I in, in the past had a like an italics signature in cursive, then I put this. I signed with a new the new quantumized signature that the and put a box around it. They will recognize that. They won't know what the box really means, but and you just say, "Well, oh, I do that on all my contracts," and so they know you know you're signing a contract. And number one, and it's for them to find out. You don't have to educate them. We've had to educate ourselves. You no, throw another card in in front of you, and or throw you out of the bank. Donaldson. Yes. Years ago. When I had a checking account, my signature was not always the same, so my bank made me come in and sign my name 20 different times, and that didn't seem to work. And then I went back in and I told him, I said, I know what it is. I sign it differently. The drunker I am. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is funny. <laughs> That is funny. This is like 40 years ago, okay? (laughs) That is funny. But that's true, though. That's a good point. There's a point here in South Carolina. I was running for governor, and uh, we were learning a lot about signatures. And what they, we had someone else doing it, and they got all their signatures. And actually, when it went to the election board for them to uh, have those, name those signatures with their either their social or their uh, um, voter registration card number. Most people didn't want to give out their social, so it was voter registration card number. They checked those signatures against the original signature the person may have done when they were 20. 
Uh-huh. <laughs> and here they are probably in their 50s. Hello? Your signature <laughs> changes. And uh, the, they, they canceled most of them, and this was the way they got rid of a lot of the people uh, trying to do it on independent uh, protocol. And they, um, the, the reason they canceled them was that their signature was not the same as it was originally on the record. And you verify that right there, Patty. <laughs> that we're in different moods, we're in different uh Oh, and with my also, you know. also with my ADD when I would eat sugar. A lot of it was sugar. You know, I, I notice that yeah. now. Now that I don't drink, when I eat too much sugar, my signature starts to look like I'm drunk. <laughs> And that's your hypoglycemia. So that is really important because most alcoholics, and Donaldson, you may want to look into this, are hypoglycemic, and they need the booze to stabilize their sugar. Because my whole family has that. Out of 11, nine were alcoholics. So, I mean, it's important we really look at our sugar thing. Now, Dr. Logic has added two more things to Donaldson's question. Cross out any word on any doc document that you, that are not the citizen. Wait a minute, wait a minute, I, I skipped a line here. The DBA is what, you, let's see, cross out any word on any document that you do not agree with. So I line through signature, your mark is yours. Always include with your mark, period, autograph, copy, claim. Right. And that is so important. Signature means the, the corporation birth certificate name. Autograph means that it is your, as he says, copy, claim, your mark. Because that's what David Wynn Miller taught us. You are not to do a signature at any time. And then the DBA is what you want Donald's son. The DBA is what proves you are not the citizen. You are not the legal entity. You are not registered. You are not the surety for the legal entity. All this is great. Signature means simulation of nature. Signature. Simulation of nature. I never heard that, Doctor Logic. That is so. Mm-hmm. That makes so much sense. Simulation of nature, and we are coming in as a natural person. I've got to save all this, Donaldson. I'm going to save your question. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is get our chat little, grabber. Little document here. Right, chat grabber. And grab all the chat. I'm going to try and do that for this call. Actually, oh, that's what I'm doing. I'm, I've got a whole document started. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is valuable information. And well, I fig so appreciate could mean our sin nature because we are sinners. I saw something about that last night on the Internet, too, that, that we're admitting... Uh-huh. That we can't, I don't know, it has to do with the heaven and hell stuff that isn't real. I don't know. But. Well, here. 
But that here he's saying, uh, Dr. Logic even corrected, which I, I totally appreciate. Any correction I am up to. Oh, I lost it. Um, he's saying that, uh, I'm get back down to the line. I was trying to just do the line. Auto equal sign self, graph equal sign mark. So autograph means your self mark. No, not your, uh, no, you're not the natural person. Dr. Lodge, a sinner is ignorant, just means you don't know. That, and that's the ignorance oh. stuff. Yeah. Okay. 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 So, I mean, well, it's, it's words, gang. This is what right. Dr. Logic, and his full name is Dr. Logical Man. Isn't that cool? Uh-huh. He's a reincarnation oh. of Spock. Ah, did you hear that, Doctor? Spock. <laughs> yeah, Spock. Spock is back. Yeah, because we lost him, didn't we? Yes, we did. Yeah. Okay. This is so cool because this defines, this makes more sense to me as I did have these voids of information. So mm-hmm. I really appreciate that. Uh, well, being filled in. Go ahead. I I signed a a, a ticket once uh, when I got you know hauled in for at the will of these this, these guys dressed in uniforms and carrying guns. Yeah. Um, and uh, I did sign the the ticket with Quantum, and then I put the the word copy claim after it. And when I did that, the cop s- stopped me. Right after I wrote that, and and asked me, what does that mean? What did you mean when you wrote that there? Well, I was like, uh, it means no one can use my name, but me. <laughs> That's what I said, and he and I just he's all. I just want to make sure that you're 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 going to show up. Oh, right. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> I just said, yeah, hey, dude. When I when I put copy claim on there, I'm pretty sure that that not only confused him, but also would let anyone else look at that and 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 ask a question too, you right. know, and be like, okay, well, why did he put that? Oh, he must be opting out. And, and that's you know? a, that's a very good, legitimate point you're bringing up. It's it's really cool. I'm, I'm glad also, we're having this discussion because it's so viable for what we need to be doing this month. I got to tell you, absolutely. And the natural person, I believe, is an opinion. I was asking someone else about that, and that mm-hmm. yeah, it, it's they do use it to describe man, and and they say basically it, under the Fourteenth Amendment that the legal the legal person, you know what I mean, is not is, is separated from the natural person based on the inability of the legal person to uh, escape the incrimination, the self-incrimination, you see. A natural person, they say, does not have to. But then again, even using that is, is ambiguous. Natural person, you know, that's an adjective pronoun. You know, we get some color there, and it becomes opinion. So uh, so calling, you know, calling us man, that's that's even better. I like that. Mm-hmm. Um, Doc, I've signed, Doc says I've signed tickets by me without recourse, non-assumptive, void ab initio, no value assured. 
That's exactly the point you need. See, they've stopped actually in many of the states having you sign the tickets because so many people refuse to do so. And this point that he's bringing out, you can put on the ticket afterwards and send it in to them saying void ab initio, no value assured. They don't like it. That's too bad. Ask the cop or whoever you are. Um, are you an attorney? Are you trying to give legal advice? Are you practicing law without a license? That can go into another whole thing with the lawyers. You know, they don't even have a license. It's a union card. <laughs> we found that out, too. So this is good. I'm so glad you're seeing that, and I'm copying it all. I'm copying all the new stuff, Doctor. I appreciate every bit of it here. Because this is viable information. And um, is it a, a non-assumpsit is the Latin form. Okay. Because that's an assumption. Cool. Very good. May I read this natural person definition? A human being. This is coming from Barron's Law Dictionary, by the way. Uh-huh. Law Dictionary, 5th edition. Yeah. Okay. Uh, natural person. A human being, comma, as opposed to artificial or fictitious persons, such as corporations. This book came out in, I believe, 2008, if I'm not mistaken. No, 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 I'm wrong. It's uh, 2003. Wow. 2003. So, uh, and it gives some case law for that. Okay. Then it says, the phrase natural person does not include corporate entities, but the phrase person, without qualification, may or may not include artificial persons depending on the context. Thus, the phrase no person in the 14th Amendment's Equal Protection Clause has been held to include natural and artificial persons. See 18 U.S. 394 and 396. But the same phrase, no person, in the Fifth Amendment's Privilege Against Self-Incrimination Clause has been held to include only natural persons and not corporations since the privilege is personal and may not be asserted by an artificial person. And see, they've been asserting it as artificial person all the time. And that, and they won't let us, again, going back to, we have not stood firmly enough in saying that's artificial. Where, and we do say, where is the injured party? And they don't want us to be saying that, so that's why we always get our butt kicked on the uh, the process they're going through to keep us from being heard. So it's it's very vindictive, very, very vindictive. Right, right. Lemonade Washington D C tell everybody that within ten miles of Washington D C to get out of the way, please. We're going to open the floodgates. Of what what are you going to flood them with? Water. From where? Underneath the Capitol. That's where all the bad entities are. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm just playing. <laughs> it's a good idea. Well, you know, I thought the Hoover Dam was a good idea, but now they're all telling me, oh, no, it's going to be a grand coulee. And I'm going, holy crap, that's less than 100 miles from here. And then they go, Eddie, they're going after the nuclear plants. And I said, 
Holy crap, there's Hanford Nuclear Plant right down the road from Grand Coulee. Whoa! <laughs> well, as I said, they want to get rid of the nuclear plants because they actually are viably good for us so, in their way of thinking. So, you know, it's it's all part of the scheme of things, as we said. Well, I'm it's painting all. a different picture with my paintbrush, okay? There you go. That's the right thing to do. We all need to do that. That's why Ho'opono is so helpful. Let's mm-hmm. see what uh, Dr. Logic has another one. They don't like it. It's too bad. Okay. You have every right to define your rules for words that you use. Correct. Rules are made. And that's why when we read them from the books, we've got to interpret them to where we understand them. Rules are made by rulers. Those that follow others' rules are the rules equals slaves. You know, I sent out a video uh, last week. Um, or earlier this week, and it was about the rule followers, order followers. And it really defined, hi, Elaine, it really defined how much we've all been coerced into following orders. Like I talked about that judge telling me to go out that door, and I went out the other one. I did not follow his order. I'm surprised he didn't hold you in contempt of court. I was through. He had already set what he thought was his court date, but because I did not obey his rule, it was thrown out. They never came after me. They never, ever came after me. They sent me letters to become a jurist, and I just said, nobody by that name at this location. Mm. Send it back to him. The clerk, the, the clerk attempted several different ways, and I just know about that name here. Now I send back all my uh, any mail that I get here. I uh, oh, just to bring you up to date on my of uh, the IRS thing. I got all my IRS money this month. So and back pay. No back pay yet. Okay. Yeah. And so they sent me a letter saying, oh, please, we've got so much mail. We can't answer your question. Give us 45 days. So I'm sending them a letter about the abandoned paperwork again. You have again sent me abandoned paperwork. And uh, this time I'm billing you for your frivolous action. I'm billing them 15 minutes for reading the letter. $400. I'm billing them for answering the letters 15 minutes, $400. And to mail it, to seal it and mail it, I'm uh, charging for a half hour, $800. So it's a bill for $1,600. And I think that's pretty reasonable. Wait a minute. And Get an envelope that you have to lick and charge them for licking the envelope and tell them that your spit is worth $10,000. I'm I'm making it a logical amount because the the massive amounts is what they call us. I'm making it a Hey, a lawyer charges $500 for 15 minutes? I thought I'd do 400 That's good. I mean, hey, we are the people. 
we charge. They pay. And so that's the point that I'm saying. And, and it is about us saying no more. And that's all I'm doing with this letter. And I send it with blue ink on blue paper, and I have it notarized by my buddy. My buddy notarizes my paper. Blue ink on blue paper, and, and you're, you have a notary that notarizes it, or is it just yep. a, a common law witness? No, he is a notary, and he does it in black ink. There's a difference. Okay. And he's under my signature, so he's under my direction. And I, and I take the, uh, I'll send you guys, I've sent you these letters, and, it's, and I put it on legal paper, not the eight and a half by 11. I put it on eight and a half by 14 blue, eggshell blue paper. We've done all this stuff. We've prepared ourselves for all this stuff. And, and it, it can rattle them. And I'm hoping this will rattle them to leave me alone. Because they are stealing the money that I put in honestly, and they have stolen it from everybody. And if this works, then we'll get it. Because they they can collect money for 10 years, then they have to stop, and then they can start it all over again. And they started it all over again in January when they took, again, fraudulently took out the lien, and they... They have to, when they lien you, they have to specify the amount, the duration, and how much per month. And they do nothing. They just say, we're going to lien you and sayonara, take your money. And you get the paper after the fact. They have a, supposed to have a copy right at the county recorder of the lien. Is that right? They never have. They're doing like a lien on the bank account, and if they don't have that, then then you can basically say, hey, look, you don't have a lien on my bank, on my property. What are you doing? Give me that money back kind of thing. Just curious. I've never been able to track that down because even from the beginning when they started garnishing, they never leaned me. And with Bruce's garnishment, his boss had to take the money out. It never even went to our bank. See, and that's fraud right there. They, they took it out of his check. They, that's, that's exactly what they did here at uh, Walford. That's why I asked for my check. When I asked for my check, I started stamping it with that stamp I sent out to everybody, which says, I have to get my glasses on. It's dark in here. No. I got something to read when, to follow up on that. Okay. And this is about... Uh, demand is made to redeem in lawful money pursuant to Title 12, USC, Section 411. And they never did, mm. and they never took taxes from me. Go ahead. No, I got that email from you, by the way, with those uh, words in it that you just stated. Yep. So you would basically use that to respond to or send to these agencies who are demanding money? If you are, I'm the executrix of the fiction name on the birth certificate. I have declared I am the executrix and have sent that letter initially out 
to the Secretary of the Treasury a year ago, and um, is it a year? about a year ago, or within this year. And I have done it on the Canary Blue. I've done many different ways of doing it. The Secretary of the Treasury, Mr. Liu, is a lawyer. He knows what I was doing if he ever saw the letter. What I have is verification that he received, the department received the letter by taking a photo picture, you know, a uh, screenshot of the post office having that mail picked up. Because you never get back your green card. They never, ever respond. Yet something happens somewhere. I don't know. But I send it also to every one of the writers to me so that they got it. I send it to the governor. I send it to the attorney general of all the states that I have been in, Illinois, California, and South Carolina. So they've all gotten it. What they do with it is not my business. What I'm doing is following up on any letter I get since then with the verification that it is abandoned paperwork and they must cease and desist. Now I'm going to start billing them. And they hate annoying people like me. And I said they cannot respond to the, the fraudulent address because that, again, is against Title 18, third, Section 1342, where they are sending mail to a fraudulent entity. So... Here's, here's some more from, uh, from Dr. Larder. You want to uh, get your DBA. You're absolutely right. That will change things when you send your Secretary of State info to them. Secretary of State, SOS, assume name certificate and certificate of good standing. Hit them up for unjust enrichment. You'll get it all back. Great. All my chat is special private priority, September 9, 2015. Oh, so Dr. Logic, do you have a program that we can get involved with? I'm going to copy this so I have this for everybody because this is important that we are helping each other in getting out of their snare. September 9th, that's next week. All my chat is special private property, priority. Can't even read, guys. Cool. Get them up for unjust enrichment. I checked mm-hmm. with the uh, Secretary of State for South Carolina. Do it in your state. But the IRS is not a registered corporation in the state. They cannot collect money out of your state. And mm. well, this is September 4th, yeah. And um, what, you're, um, what you're also learning is the fact that uh, with um, with no IRS being able to garnish any wages anywhere, and they can only take 15%. When I've heard they've taken whole salaries, that's fraud. And I had that happen. I got a very small paycheck one time. They took the whole bloody paycheck, and I went screaming over to the uh, um, the place where they did payroll and said you cannot give them all that money. They can only take a percentage of that amount. They cannot have it all. You've left me with no money to to be able to survive on. And so they reversed it and they got the money back. 
And, uh, and that's what we have to do. We definitely have to be able to stand up for our right to not have people stealing, and they are stealing. I'll mm-hmm. send you my letters so that you can do it. I, I sent out the format. I'm going to send it to uh, what I'm doing to Dr. Logic, and we're going to compare notes on some of the many different things, and maybe we'll come up with a workable plan, if that's okay with you, Dr. Logic, because I am looking for someone who has fully done it. We have a couple of guys who have done it in Colombia, and they've done it through one method, which is the DBA. And so uh, it's more validation. I just have to get on it, and I have a long weekend this weekend. Name DBA, right, basically? DBA, doing business Of the name, yeah, okay. Of the name, Uh, yes, the birth certificate name. I've heard of that before. I want to read this, and then I'll jump back off here. Uh, You guys might like this. It's from Capsule Summary of the Emanuel Crunch Time Constitutional Law Bar Exam Book, okay? So Constitutional Law, and this is on property. And we're talking about procedural due process. And so the government can't, the government also can't take property without procedural due process. Here are the things that may be property for procedural due process purposes: conventional property, right? And then also government benefits and see government employment. Okay? Uh, going up to conventional property, it states first, of course, we have conventional property, i.e., personal and real property. Thus, the government can't impose on cannot impose a monetary fine against a person or declare a person's car forfeited without complying with procedural due process. So if they are not complying with procedural due process, right, then it leads me to believe that they are not government. I'm going to make my own presumption. See? Right? That's, is that good thinking, Doctor? That's an interesting point. And, and, and with, with the debt collection, certain kinds of debt collection devices involve property. Uh, for instance, if the state lets private creditors attach a person's bank account prior to trial, even see, which means that the owner can't get at the funds, right? Even that temporary blockage is a taking of property. Similarly, right. similarly uh, see, if the state lets a... That's a really hard word. Someone say that with me. Similarly. 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 If the state lets a private creditor garnish a person's wages, that's a taking of property. On the other hand, if the state simply passes a law that lets creditors use self-help to repossess goods, there's no governmental taking of property when the creditor repossesses. The due process requirement applies only where it is government that does or at least is involved in the taking of liberty or property. Uh, isn't that interesting? Due process is for government, not private. Oh my goodness! And we, but see, there's where they catch you in their contracts. We keep signing those damn contracts. We don't know our contract, i.e., your driver's license, your uh, um, uh, even myself at school when I'm at school. How I sign my name at school is the David Wynn Miller way because I'm contracting with them under that birth certificate for me to get my free education. 
So I have to be very careful on how I use that name. And it behooves us to be very conscious of how you're actually signing paperwork because your paperwork is what's hanging you. And there's so what, that's uh, the point. Yeah, absolutely. So the fact that they are, um, n- you know, not if they don't have these liens at the recorder's office, that's a procedural due process error. Pro- we're talking process, not substance, you know, which basically gets rid of the substance that they claim they have altogether if there's no pro- process because they claim they have that governmental substance, you know. And so because it makes them you turn- sign the paperwork. Correct? Is because- that what you're saying? You sign the paperwork to have it done? No, because I have this bank account, right? And then the state of California just comes in and attaches a lien on it because of some past child support, right? They they lien the account. But we're saying that there's no recorder, there's no lien on, on file at the recorder possibly, right? Correct. For them to be able to come in and do that, that's a procedural error, which would imply that they don't have to follow procedural processes, which means that they're not government. They are corporations, and that is a truism. They are corporations. They are not corporations. Uh-huh. And so if I go in, like, with the contract law and claiming, like you're saying, like monetary, you know, uh, for my time, you know, you may giving me an order. I got, here's my bill. Then, uh-huh. you know, or, or show me your, your credentials. <laughs> that would be great. Show me what way you're really operating, and they won't admit that either. Interesting. Those are very good, viable questions. And it needs to be processed. Go do it. Yeah, yeah you've got the oom-pa-pa to do it from us. We're too, I gotta I'm too old to go I'm through this crap anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I know I you guys, I am you. sleeping outside, and I got a perfect opportunity here, so you're right. I appreciate the kick in the butt. I had a friend who lived in California. He and his wife separated and divorced. Child support was totally paid. He made certain they were all taken care of. They were adults now. And he's out in Minnesota, and he got a one of these letters saying you owe child support for this wife. I think he'd been married three times, so I think it was number two wife, just to keep some clarity here. And he called her up and said, did you do this? He said, no, why? The kids are all grown. What's the, what's the deal? There's a fraudulent agency out there that is dunning the men for money. And uh, when you're calling them on their stuff, they really dislike it because they are not government agencies. And it behooves us to really know who's suing who. I know he had to ignore it. He, he didn't. I mean, they couldn't garnish him. He was learning. He earned a great deal of money at one time. He was a very brilliant man. But he said, I am so tired of fighting that system. He said, and he said, F it. And he walked away. And he is, he's a cab driver. But he's a brilliant 
cab driver because I showed him how to do it up there in St. Paul, Minnesota. And because I read it from someone else doing it. And I mean, I am not the genius. I learn from other people and I pass it on to other people. And he took the advice and he's doing well. He's living a sustainable life. What I'm getting at is that we have to call these people just like you're saying, uh, Donaldson, because they are frauds. They have no right to come after you for monies that they do not deserve. And it is all because their cabal is coming down. But, I mean, actually, this was happening back in, um, this is uh, 15, this was back in the early 2000s. I had moved to Spartanburg, so it was after 2003 before 2006, so in, in those three-year period. So it, 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 it's very important you know who is really doing the harassment. Just like your young man in Massachusetts said, the party never showed up. All right. Let me ask a question. Because you said, I'm willing you guys, okay, to go full bore and start to write letters to people with this knowledge, okay? However, I want to put a square around everything that I write. Do it all in adverb, verb. Put a square around it, and at the bottom, do my disclaimer on the outside of the box in quantum and send stuff like that. Can I get some feedback on that? You will so rattle them that they won't know what to do because that's exactly how I did my book. When, you, when I went to court and did quantum, and I actually filed the document. Now, David Wynn Miller says, do not just put in a document with a paper clip, uh, uh, pardon me, with a staple. I have to take my phone with me. With a staple up in the corner. Bind the book. Bind your document. You can go to a staples, and they will put a bind on it or even put three holes in it and put a brass, um, what we used to use in grammar school to put a, a brass thing in to hold your papers together so they wouldn't rat, fall apart. And uh, you will be able to stop them in their tracks because it has come down from the Supreme Court. And Roberts is a Supreme Court judge. And he was taught by David Wynn Miller about what is really going on. And so when the court see this document, they actually pee in their pants because of the fact that and I, when I went to court and verbally attacked them with it, they, they were so distraught, they raced me across the hallway. I got my stuff and, and won my case, got my stuff, and was leaving the courtroom, and I've said this before, and the judge and the guy who was giving me such a hell of a time, and I asked, who are you? He, well, I'm the attorney general uh, for the county. And um, they raced across the hallway because they learned I was a David Wynn Miller student. And I had them. And so when we went to court and I had this document completely bound with 
verified evidence of my damage done by the cop, and everything was set in quantum, and my preface, the very first paragraph, with what David Wynn Miller said about quantum and defined all my words that were used in there, in quantum. And I think that is why I got my all of the... For this claim, this knowledge is the claim of the Lost Codes rules, that thing? What? You're talking about, so your claim initial sentence or paragraph was for the claimant's knowledge is with claim of the Lost Codes rules, and then it goes on and on. You know, I'm, I know how to say it, but. It was the first the one? part of his book defining what right. quantum was. Oh, I got you. And it was perfect. And I've never seen the book. Saw that it was David Wynn Miller. And they saw this was quantum, and they you can read it, and you could see every fact was delineated because our whole group helped clarify that document so that I didn't trip up on anything. And wow. And wonderful about it. And that's with Orpha and, and uh, Colin and stuff. So we're still all together in that sense. They, they have a different um, talk time, but... I'm. Uh, it, it was a full group consensus of how it should be written, and it worked wonderfully because he dismissed my. I paid nothing on that. I had to spend six days in there just to uh, pacify the public that was in that courtroom. Not that they would know it, but they would be very, very frightened to ever buck the judge again because they thought I got thirty days. But on, as far as my case, I paid nothing, and uh, it, they, they're all gone. But I want to be totally out of their system. I want to have a car for the winter, and I want to be out of their system. And uh, this is very, very important that we are uh, tuned in and turned on to be a benefit to others. And I want to go back over here to chat room. We have a guest for, I am new to the discussion. Is there any way that I can get more information on what you are discussing? Yes, please put your email in there and we will be glad to put you on our information list. Uh, write it in there and I'll copy and paste it into this entire list of what we're doing. We are health and wellness program guest for, and even for Dr. Logic. Health and wellness is paramount to all of us. However, with what we are living through at this time, our health and our, I'd say wealth, our health and our wellness are all being affected by the fear porn, the psychological bombardment, the programming. If you're still watching television, if you're not, God love you. We, we really respect that because we all must stop being programmed. That's why they're called TV programs. And we are very much tuned in to uh, teaching and uh, letting people get the information so they can make a true call for themselves. Guess for illumination. Okay, I got your email, and I'll write that down. Evidence of facts nouns which cannot be disputed and that's exactly why we talk about David Wynn Miller so it is important um, I'm going to put guess four I will put illuminate I love illuminate 
That's what we are doing. We are illuminating everybody's ability to be better informed, better able to combat in a peaceful, organized, rational, far better way than you will ever get in this corporation, um, what do they call it, Um, franchises that are all over the place. And I will send you that list. Actually, I'll put it as an attachment so that you'll be able to have a hard copy in your file because I know they'll take it down. I've seen it before, and I didn't copy and paste it, so I do want you all to have it. So it's... uh, there's a lot of stuff going on, and I, I appreciate anybody wanting to uh, to join us. And uh, if you're disruptive and you want to be disruptive and, and cause upset, that's fine. We'll just mute you and allow you you just to fume in the background because we are not being we are peaceful in our actions and vocal in what we are learning, and then we have to do more actions. To get it done, and that's where we're learning from. We have a new teacher, Dr. Logic, is bringing stuff in. Ah, I have the, the verb. <laughs> I want to be a little bit disruptive. I think my fish just fell in love with me. Your fish did? Yes. Is he blurp, 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 blurp? He's up at the wind. He's up at the window kissing me. And oh, see there you go. Is he uh, hungry? <laughs> I gave him some minerals. He likes them. I got him some bloodworms, too. He really likes them. You know, speaking of minerals, this is a very important. Most of us are mineral deficient. Most of us are actually starving to death. Most of us are being uh, dehydrated. by, And you can be drinking all the water you want, but you may be being dehydrated. Um, your fluoride is making you numb. There's so many things out here that are creating plasticity, if that's the right word. I don't know if I made it up or what, but it makes us very placid. And um, I guess I'll get to it tomorrow, tomorrow soon enough, you know. So it's important we are tuned in to what our body is telling us, that it's being beaten up. We're being turned into plastic. <laughs> well, and that's plasticity, and that's the first thing I thought of. Plastic. Well, I mean, we had we had someone that uh, it was Orpha, I think, that sent us this wonderful uh, article about when you get into your car, most of your car is plastic. So when you turn your car on, you're getting blasted by the PCB. I think that's what it is, and you are being totally asphyxiated and it's carcinogen. Mm-hmm. So what, what the recommendation was, open all your windows, air your car up before you start your car, before you start your air conditioning so that there's a clean uh, amount of some movement of air through it and then turn on your car because you are getting blasted. Okay, showing Donaldson is with these showings. What does that mean, showings? Uh, a showing, like a presentation. You're presenting something. You're showing me. Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, I, I do. I send out videos. People send me. I send. I feel I'm just a messenger. Sometimes just a conduit. For some people, give me stuff. Oh, that's really interesting. I'm getting the whole education on the Moors right now from my downstate oh, cool. guys because cool. there's a whole history we know nothing about. And the first one is, and and this is totally, an, a, a, we're a non-color group, okay? But he's defining colors. How 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 incredible information is that? Yeah, we know black is all accumulation of all colors. But why is the race called black when they're all different shades of browns and beige and, and all different things, but they're called black? So he, it's a wonderful historical thing that I think people will find very interesting. I've just gotten a second one, so I'm, I'm going through a, a, a quite a bit. Of, so it might be a, a Moore's email that you'll find interesting because of history. History is what we've got to look at. What have they done to make history so wrong? They've rewritten it and rewritten it and taken out, and now they're rewriting it. And as Patty said, Mount McKinley is now going back to the Indian names. I have no problem with it going back to an Indian name, but why oh, are they taking McKinley off if McKinley was assassinated president? Uh, because it is in Alaska, and maybe Alaska is going to leave the Union. I have no idea. I have no idea. It just I it just flew across my screen and I went, oh wow. I I'm kind of liking what the indigenous people are doing. To all they're us. taking back the names of the land and yeah. the fact that the the indigenous people say we own nothing, you own nothing. Yeah. Why are you putting ownership on something? And that's why we're being taxed to death. We own nothing also. Mm-hmm. But the state is not the owner either. That's the point. So why are they taxing us? Because we went along with it. Dr. Logic has one here. Ah, uh, 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 you are not writing your writing proper quantum. It requires two preposition phrases and two articles before the verb and two each after the verb, absolutely right. For the sake of the facts is with the issue by the writer. There's only there's two prepositions for the by the your verb of the with the and, and by the. I, I cut it short, but you've got to have the prepositional phrase. It's very good, Doctor Lodge. Um, Donaldson. Wonder and colon Dr. Logic said we shouldn't mix apples and oranges. Where did he say that? Did I miss that? We don't want to mix apples and oranges. Am I mixing apples and oranges? I can always be corrected. Well, he was referencing the boxing of the adverb verb and then putting the quantum claim at the bottom. I had mentioned it, and then I think that What's that? That is, Nick, I, I apologize. Go ahead, finish up. No, that's it. That's it. The boxing is a very old, um, um, I believe it's 
from the uh, the early kings and queens and stuff like that, where they they put their seal on something, but it that paper was a box, and uh, we we we've lost that. And this one fella learned it on a ship. He was a Navy guy, and he used it. He boxed the, the uh, paper he was writing in red and uh, sent it to his, his commander-in-chief there on the ship, captain, whatever it was, and uh, he got immediate action. He wanted off the ship. They got him off the ship. And so I boxed documents, and, and, but I didn't quantum the name. I didn't quantum the letters in the beginning. Then I quantumed the letters, and then I kept them in the box. And, I mean, I've done every sort of way you can possibly do it. And um, now I'm at Executrix, and I'm, I'm not boxed, and I have done it on eggshell blue with blueprints. Oh my God! We could have done this years ago if Sergeant, if Corporal Klinger would have stopped dressing as a woman and just sat around in a box. There you go. Huh. If you box it, you remove it from the box. <laughs> Actually, that is correct, and it cannot be monetized. The documents I signed and had the box in it were the documents at the uh, detention center. And they couldn't monetize that name at all, Dr. Logic. And I, I didn't use quantum, uh, I, and I, in my box, I accused them of all the things that they had done to me, coercion and uh, battery, et cetera, et cetera. So, so it... it, it and that, and you may be true that it, and I love it that it removed it from the document, so the document becomes null and void, totally. And again, that means it couldn't be monetized. That's our point. We do not want it monetized. Speaking of wonder and yeah, go ahead, honey. I um, I uh. You know, I'm I'm stepping in here, and I really don't know anything about any of this. And can you can is there a way that I can get this information sent to me too? Well, we are, we're going to be. I'm going to send out an email with this information in it. And for anybody that wants to really learn how to become a private American man or woman, and we're learning how to say this because of the fact that so much has been betrayed on us. And we are attempting to get out of the system. Our purpose is really get out of the system. Stop having them hound you. Can I, uh, go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. I, I just don't know anything about Well, that's all right. Gary's talked over its years, but you weren't on those calls. So we'll we'll bring you up. There's a lot of stuff. I'll send you some things about from uh, uh, Judge Dale so that you can learn how the courts have done a lot of things and why we don't want to use the courts. Also, with my being in National Liberty Alliance so that we can get common law back into the courts. 
And um, there's there's a lot of information, Elaine, a lot of information. I'm sure I'm going to be overwhelmed. Yeah, and, <laughs> and, and the fact that today, with what the medical field is doing to the people that are in the hospitals, i.e. creating much of the disease, causing people to come out sicker than they went in, or um, when it's... Oh, there was someone fast. 250,000 um, people are killed through the medical system. The fact that our food is making us malnutrition, the fact that uh, our water is making us uh, dope, basically, because of all the other chemicals. And if that doesn't do it, the air does. So uh, you can watch your poor trees and your plants. And I have a, a, a pecan tree out here, and we're watching it, the leaves just turn in the middle of the tree, turn crazy. And they're falling off. I went up and I touched one. It fell right off the branch. Why? What is going on? Why are these trees doing this? I don't know. But it's, it, I look at the trees as us. They're killing off certain sections. They're killing off certain age. They're killing off young and old. And this is what they did in Germany. They did over and over in Germany. History repeats itself. Well, can I uh, I'll just tell you, I'm interested in that, and I've seen all that. Uh, I think the thing I try to do is just per, uh, for prevention, you know. Um, so I have a big Berkey water system with uh, four filters, and it filters out the fluoride and the arsenic and all of that stuff. And I noticed that when I when I got that, I had been buying my bottled water, the big filling up my five-gallon jug things, you know, and uh, and doing it that way, buying purified water. But I noticed that after I moved to New Mexico that my son started getting, and yes, there was an adaptive change, but his behavior uh, changed things more chemical reactionary. And I started seeing it after he was drinking the water. We're on well water here. And so I, I was thinking, oh, you know, well water is supposed to be better, but... Uh, you know, it wasn't. So I got the uh, big Berkey thing and started using that. And I've gotten my son to where he'll drink 90% of his water from that. Sometimes I catch him at the faucet. But Excellent. His, yeah, his behaviors were much, much better. But one of the shocking things that I have just been overwhelmed with, uh, my son's disabled on SSI and I moved here to New Mexico, a different state, and I am just so surprised. Like in California, I waited longingly for my son to turn 18 because then I could make as much money as I wanted to make Um, because in California, once the child is disabled, turns 18, um, they no longer count your earnings as his earnings. So then he's eligible for more health benefits. If if um, so, so as a result, from the the onset of his disability until 18, I had to keep myself low income in order to for him to get his medical. And before that, I had been paying his medical out of my work job, uh, health insurance, and maxed it out in the first year with just him. Mm. So I yep. I had I had to go on. 
you know, uh, I had to go low income so he could get SSI uh, health insurance. So when I came here to New Mexico, you know, I thought, oh, I've overcome that hump, fresh start, you know. And uh, no, they count my earnings as his earnings again. And oh, so I'm right back where I started from. And um, it's it's amazing. Like, it's the amount of information that I have to submit regarding myself in order for him to get benefits. I have to say uh, everything about who I am and when I was born, how much money I have in the bank, how many accounts I have, how many assets I have. I mean, I have to give them my whole everything. And and I really believe that, you know, all of this is filtered through government agencies and that that's how they know what you have. And if, in fact, they do go to confiscate something, uh, you know, uh, like they did in Roosevelt's day where they were telling people to turn in their gold and whatnot, I mean, they're going to know who to go to and where. And I, I just oh, find it really appalling that I'm back oh. where I started from. <laughs> Well, Elaine, exactly what you just said is how they kept track of all the Jews in Germany. And it was Mr. Watson of the IBM company that provided the key bunch machines that did all of the updating because every time you moved in Germany, before the Second World War, this is before, everybody had to register Every time they moved, so they knew exactly where you were all the time. And they rounded you up because they knew where you lived. And that's the point that we have been saying here insofar as when you're on the private side, they cannot do that anymore. And it's very important that you know when you're on the private side. So often people don't know private from public because it's all been merged on us so we do not get that there is a private side and a public side. You've gone by people's properties that said private property. No, baby, it ain't private property unless you've gone through the paperwork. You can put up the sign all you want, but they're going to come on your property because we were totally and purposely kept ignorant of what really is the difference between private and public. And that's where your education starts. And that's where we're, we're, we've got to, to keep all of us learning where is the boundary? How can we get this not be so coerced? Because all that information that you were asked for is none of their bloody business. I know, and I, I just took my son to the dentist, and uh, and um, I, I couldn't believe all the information they wanted to know on me. It has nothing to do with me. It's all him, you know. And out here in New Mexico, when you, my son doesn't drive, but he must have, you know, an ID card. And so, um, you know, I went to get him an ID card and paid the fees and all that. And then I got my driver's license, and then I got two letters, one acknowledging him that I got my driver's license, and then I got a um, draft certificate for my son. And so automatically when you sign up for an ID card, you're automatically enlisted in the draft. 
correct, and nobody knows that. I read that. You are absolutely right. It's in every state. These teenagers are all done it. Go ahead, honey. No, it was shocking to me. And so then I thought, well, my God, my son's disabled. There's no way he'd know how to pick up a gun, you know. And uh, and so I called him up and I said, you know, I don't know how this happened, but my son received Social Security. He's disabled. And the guy said, oh, well, just keep the form. And if anything happens, just have your doctor write a letter. And I think, you know, it's, it's just awful. I mean, there's... Geez. It's terrible. But anyway, <laughs> that's about it. So I think I don't have enough information, and I would like to get some of the information because I'm very cautious now about everything. And Absolutely. I feel like I Well, if you call the uh, State Department and uh, tell them you're confused about your citizenship status and ask them what they think that you should do and to try and correct it, they might tell you to go to the hospital psych ward or yeah. refer you there. Yeah. So don't, it's it's this is kind of an interesting situation that we find ourselves in to be labeled, you know, as uh, you know, kind of like you know, what is it, ludicrous, uh, you know, just be, because by being aware, like being on the land makes you, uh, you know, subject to the jurisdiction or something. Yeah, it's it's uh, really amazing. It's how do you stay low crust? profile and protect yourself. I guess that's my goal right now. <laughs> well, you've Good gone goal. through a lot since moving there, losing your mother and what your sisters did and all this stuff that's come down, but you're well, still forging edu- ahead. Well, the education that you've been getting, Elaine, is the worldly education that we've all been lacking, and that's, I'm sorry you're having a cram course, because that is what you're having a cram course. And, uh, uh, I'll be glad to keep get you posted, you know, caught up with it. So, uh, but I want you, you know, you guys, you know what? Seriously, there are targeted individuals. There are target individuals, and I say that I only bring up TI right now because I don't. We've never really talked about that on this call very much, but um, I had the worst cramp that I've ever had, you know, in my life about mm, like two days ago. Right, I was coming running down the BART stairs, and I was a little bit up, uh, in a hurry, and uh, I got hit by a cramp in the front of my 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 quad, the top part of my leg, the center of the muscle, just went boom, and like someone hit hit it with a sledgehammer or something. Mm-hmm. Okay, and mm-hmm. I felt like it was so on fire, right? But nothing touched it, you know. Then the the pain kept staying, stayed for like 24 hours, you know, I was like, it hurt, you know, so two days later, still feeling it, even today, still feeling it, and guess what, you guys, a bruise appeared at a location point of like where it actually, something hit, or it feels like, you know what I mean, I'm like, how, how, what kind of cramp leaves a bruise like that? Well, um, and I mentioned that because you have to be careful because maybe I was going on to these target calls, you know, and then I'm like, am I being targeted by the, you know, by, by electronic weapons or something? I well, don't know, but I jump out of bed in the middle of the night with this sometimes, and it's well, hurting I've, so bad. Dr. Logic is saying magnesium oil, lemongrass, flood the body with magnesium, cramps, uh-huh. and he's writing some more. But I found that my cramps, 
are a direct response to my having low water amount in my body, my dehydration. When I go, now yesterday, I went, uh, rode to school at about 8 o'clock and did not reach 8 a.m., did not return home until 5, almost 5 to 5 to feed the dogs. Now, in between, I was going to class. I went from to class from 9 to 2.30. I went to the chiropractor. I was on the road and driving. Now, maybe that doesn't seem like much muscle usage, but it was 95 degrees outside. Uh, I'm being buffeted. I don't have a windscreen. I'm being buffeted by the, uh, the wind and holding on to the moped so that I'm doing it. So all my muscles are in action, and the roads, babies, the roads are not rubberized so that I have the sweet, wonderful rolling thing. I'm a bump it, bump it. I'm jumping it. I feel like I'm, I'm, I'm uh, uh, and a popcorn popper. Yeah, and because it, you're going down the road, and oh, there's a bump coming up, so I prepare myself, and I kind of jump the bump. I mean, come on. And so uh, at nighttime, I, have to, I go through two full quarts of water, not these little eight-ounce things. These are 16-ounce bottles, two 16-ounce bottles I drink during the night because I wake up with cramps because of dehydration. So it, it behooves you to look at how much water, good water. I, I do recycled, not recycled water, <laughs> uh, restructured water, restructured water, and I'm going to get uh, something new I'm having sent to me that is a way to take out more of the fluoride because I'm feeling I have too much fluoride. But I'm... Uh, it, even with my restructure, because fluoride is a gas. So I'm, 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 restructure means it twirls the water like it's going over spring. However, I don't do it more than once. I only do it once. So, and I, I let it, the gas evaporate. However, I've been doing this thing for almost two years with this uh, uh, little thing. So I'm looking at new ways of how I can clean it up, et cetera. So we are being bombarded from many, many different angles to make certain we are docile, we are too tired to do anything, and that's another thing I have to deal with. It is important we look at what is our body telling us, and we, it behooves us to start looking at these. We don't have Emily on today, but Emily has talked about a Dr. Morris I am actually getting some of his tinctures Me too. to see oh, how cool. I can help my body because my hypoglycemia is getting out of hand. What is hypoglycemia? The other side of diabetes. What is the other epidemic we have besides con- uh, cancer? Diabetes. And it all can be stopped. We sent you out an email, and I'll send it out to the new people, that uh, Colin sent about uh, diabetes and how you can turn it around. And I've read it. I've, I've been attempting to detox myself. But I like my sugar. You, <laughs> you know what I mean, Patty. Oh, and gosh, it, yes. And it's I in, think it's I'm part B. <laughs> well, that's, that's the whole issue. 
It is affecting us so badly because of the GMO food that we're eating. And I've now got just organic food, but I go through it pretty fast. And I had to wait till September 3rd to get my money. I hear you wonder, Anne. It is is important. We look and hear our body. Go ahead, Patty. Do you know what recycled water is? Yeah, that's (laughs) the poopy water and the sewer water. No, 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 no. Truly recycled water is pee. <laughs> I did that for a while. I re-dra- I dragged my pee for over a month. And what it did to my body was that I broke out at all these things, and it really activated, I think, all the parasites that I have in my body. That is what has driven me to this point of I can do something about it. You were just supposed to drink one drop, not a whole gallon. <laughs> no, you drink your morning tea. I only drank quarter of it. Oh, and not the whole and then thing. It you. Oh, the guy the guy drank a whole big huge bottle of it. But he says you drink the first pee of the day. And that's what I was doing for over a month, but I broke out. I broke out in so much I was an itching fool. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> hey, I laugh about it too. And I kept checking because Emily kept saying that your pee should have stuff floating in it. Mine was as clear as a bell. <laughs> so nothing was getting filtered out, and that's what she was saying. So well, now I won't that? stop my dogs from drinking each other's pee. Okay. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> well, Wonder, can I tell you about an um, affordable water filtration setup that you can use? Um, no, I've never been able to afford it. It was always out I know. of my budget. Yeah, so I got this thing called Restructured and it was a means by which you could pour your water through it, and it it was like going over rocks uh, in a stream, and it really did taste differently. However, it's gotten older now, and it's got all that buildup on it. So what I'm doing now, I'm getting something from this guy who's alive and well, I think is his thing, at a website, and it cleans out the fluoride. And I believe that fluoride, well, it's a poison. We know it's a poison for uh, for rats and stuff, and it comes from aluminum and all the other crap that they don't want you to know about that we've talked about. And it is important that we uh, we we do do something. You're right in in doing the thing, the different things. But see, a Berkey is better. Then a what's that other one uh, column that you pour the water in and it drips through? It's a um, everybody was buying it and I I saw that as being useless because there's no there's no stuff in it. There's no what filter, one? charcoal. What was that? Uh, it's a pure water filter. They use a carbon-based filter. What were you going to tell about Elaine? A cheaper one. Well, she 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 used a Berkey, right, Elaine? No. Yeah. That's what I'm using now, but before that, um, what I what I did is, it's uh, you can get it at Walmart right now, and I think it's like uh, $18. When I bought it from the um, REI store, I paid 29 and that was like eight years ago. 
And so it's it's called a Sawyer Mini Water Filter. And it's like, I think, 15 or 17 bucks at Walmart in the camping section. And what it is, it uh, filters out 99.999% of all chemicals and, uh, you know, bacteria, uh, microbes, and I think fluoride too. I mean, I'm pretty sure. It it makes, uh, you know, uh, dirty water uh, safe to drink. You could drink out of your toilet if you had to. But um, the only thing is you need to get, um, like, you know those uh, Camelback water bags? Or do you know what I'm talking about, the Camelback water bags? Are those the ones that look like a wine wine cooler? They look like a, 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 a bladder, kind of. Yeah. They're in a little backpack with a little tube. Yeah, and they, they, were, they were wine things, yeah. Okay. Well, um, anyway, you take this. What I did is, and now they're making them this way, but I got, the, I got a Camelback, and it has a tube, and I cut the tube, and the Sawyer mini water filter has uh, two, um, it's, uh, I don't know how to say, like, um, I don't know what to say. They're little things on the end where you can stick a tube over it. And so I cut the tube to the Camelback, inserted the filter between where the water comes from the Camelback to the tube into the filter, and then I uh, spliced in the other end of the tube into the mouthpiece. And so, and then put those little metal screw down clamps on it. And the only thing with it is that you have to, it's gravity fed. So you have to make sure that you keep, it takes a, a little while to drip through. So you want to keep your bag full and have a pitcher that it's dripping into so you constantly have a flow of water. But that whole thing will cost you about 25 to bucks, you know. And it filters water completely where it's safe to drink. But because wow. it's the mini Sawyer, it's called mini Sawyer water filter. It's about four and a half inches long with two little things on the end where you put a tube. <laughs> but um, they're actually using them in Africa, and they just take a big bucket, like those big gallon buckets, and, and this is the mini, so they have a larger one. And then they put the tube uh, out of the bucket into the filter and then it drains into another filter and that's what the Red Cross is using for impoverished people throughout the land. So it's affordable, you can do that. And I have one as a backup uh, because the Berkey stuff only lasts two years and then you have to get new filters and they're expensive. So, well, and, and that's the point. That's why I did do the other one because I don't have to get a new filter. I'm just uh, puzzled how to clean it. Um, I have a little upset. I've lost the screen to our program. I think we're still recording, and uh, but we're we'll keep going. I won't be able to copy anything off of the if you guys write anything. So, Dr. Logic, I'll send you an email so that you and I can get connected, <laughs> and then we'll compare our paperwork and um, be able to do that. It's 12:32. And uh, and I'm I'm not wanting us to negate what Elaine said. I just wanted you to get caught up with what's going on. Elaine, the point on water, which is very good, what you're bringing out, that it's in the camping area, and it brings up a lot of good points. So it's portable. It's small enough to be able to put in your backpack. So those are all good points. I'll look into it when I go to Walmart to pay my my. Uh, 
my family mobile telephone thing because that's what I only the real reason I use Walmart anymore. And um, so I'll, I'll go and check that out and see what it is, what uh, can be done there. And thanks for that tip. I have one of those, uh, and it really works good. I have it as my backup, but I tried it. And when I did, um, it does take a, a while. You have to clean the filter out, so you have to run water through it to get the carbon particles out of it. It uses the same kind of filter that um, dialysis machines use. It has the same kind of filter as that, and also with uh, charcoal in it as well. But you can make, if you get a liter bottle and cut the the big end off of it and then um, keep the cap on, on the bottom, and you put, um, I'm sure a lot of people know this, you put gravel and grass and gravel and grass and then pour your water and let it filter through. It'll filter through and make the water clean enough to drink, but I'm not sure about um, biochemical things. I'm not sure about that. But that's one of the things that I looked at when I was studying up on how to survive in the wilderness. <laughs> well, and that's a way to water your yard, too. That's the way they they were suggesting to water your yard, to fill a, a, a container up and let it sprinkle your flowers so that you're not always having the hose on. But that that's great points. We used to have one of our p- listeners, and I still email him, but he was a water guy, and he taught us a lot about water, and he taught us about distilling and about filtering and stuff. So we may have to have him back again if Charlie has some time. But uh, it, it, we have to be able to, and and you may not be far off on using your toilet water. You're going to use the tank water if water goes out. So make sure there won't be any and, water in your toilet if the water goes out. The first time you flush it, there's no more hot. water. <laughs> well, you can get water from you can get water from your water heater as well. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. But the, the thing that, to look at for all of these water cycles is uh, do you have a backup jug that's full of water? I have yes. empty mine. I've had it uh, for about a year or two, and it does get st- uh, stale. We've got 250 gallons out here full of water, and we put uh, chlorine, uh, uh, bio, um, what is it, um, the body, the kind that you can eat, the edible chlorine in it, not the the ones for clothes, and to keep it viable. But it's it's three years old now, so we would have to scum it and skim it and uh, have it go through filters. But it be the other thing you could do ready. is, uh, I'm sorry, I just no, I just want to lose my thought. I think I'm getting older, and my memories go quicker. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but what I was going to say is, if you if you take a gallon of tap water, okay, or some kind of water, and a gallon of water, and you can buy betadine solution at Walgreens or CVS. I don't know if Walmart has it or not, but betadine solution, and put three drops per gallon and set it in the sun for an hour, and it gets rid of all biohazards in the water. How do you spell that betadine? Uh, B-E-T-A-D-Y-N-E. That's, that's what doctors what, wash their hands with. That's what they use when they prep you for surgery. Mm-hmm. They rub your skin oh. with betadine so that it so kills it, all it, the... Is it a family of iodine? 
Iodine, yes, right? It is. Mm-hmm. But it's, 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 it's a little different. Okay. You might have spelled it wrong, but I might have spelled it wrong. But if you even if you type it in Google, you'll get the right spelling, even if you spell it wrong. I can go to Walgreens and ask them. Sure. Yeah, it's right there in the in the like first aid stuff. If you go look where the bandages are and all that, um, yeah. that's where it is. <laughs> We used to put the, I think we used to smear that on the cut before we put the Band-Aid on. Yep. Right. Yeah. I know I know what you're talking about. I can't remember how to say it either. But, uh, it, makes, but uh, it makes kind of a funny taste. It has a smell like blood, you know. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but it's a few drops, you know, two or three drops in a gallon of water, set it in the sun for an hour. And... Um, you know, at least it purifies water. It does have a little bit of aftertaste, but it's safe to drink like that in that dilution. Well, and the other side of it, too, is that you'll be able to have a choice on some of this. Yeah, go ahead, Colin. Yeah. I finished uh, filling my bottles, so I've got almost 100 bottles of the type that uh, they're 750 milliliter size bottles. And uh, uh, imported soft drinks from Italy are coming. One of them, and the other one has is used for uh, sparkling cider. I've got almost a hundred bottles of those uh, there, plus uh, another container of six and a half gallons. Plus, I'm getting and a couple of eight big containers. Well, oh, I've run it through my shower filter. Ah. Uh. Uh, then the uh, I have a fixture that I sh- t- screw the the head off and screw this other piece on it so I can attach a hose to it. Uh-huh. And, and, and uh huh. What he's talking uh, about is a water filter that we got from uh, when we were in uh, Global Information Network, and it filters the water and filters your uh, shower water so that you're not being bombarded by chlorine and all the other stuff, and come out itching from the shower. It's uh, like having the spring, being under a waterfall, and it's very pleasurable. Go yeah. ahead. But, uh, but then again, uh, for each, each of the bottles, I put two drops of uh, colloidal silver in it, mm. and then from, uh, for the big one, I put uh, two tablespoons in the big one. That will keep okay. it. That will keep it fresh and clear. Okay. And 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 clarity in your water is what you want. Is that the correct uh, summation well, that we want? Well, during the Great Western Movement, all the way from the original colonies to the uh, the big one that happened in the 1850s, 60s, and 70s, uh, you you you. You travel, your wagon trains would travel 10 to 14 miles a day. Right. And uh, out here in the West, water is somewhat scarce. (laughs) So, you know, you'd have a couple of big barrels on your wagon for water. Right. And you kept the water from becoming fouled by you took a unbleached muslin sack, you know, everyone sewed, you know, all the, the, the wives and the daughters sewed back then, so they made the sacks with them. And they put their silver coins in it, and then they would put this bag of coins into the water, and it kept it fresh. That's right. 
If you want to hide your money, that's a baby, a good place to put it. Yeah. But anyway, this kept the silver kept the water fresh because silver is uh well basically sterilizes things. This right. is why this is why the super wealthy for millennia have had plates and glasses and you know goblets and and eating eating utensils made of silver. The silver yep. tea sets for that for that reason. And so I they, weren't doing, they, weren't, they weren't doing it to as an ostentatious display of wealth. They were doing it for their health. And bus fact, most of these in the nobility and the well-to-do families were parts of the secret societies. And they were taught this. But all the common people that had to clean their silver thought they were just snooty old creeps. The common people had to use pewter, mostly in Europe. It was pewter. And pewter is a lead alloy. And it's poisonous. Yes. Uh, pewter plates and cups. Yep. And, uh, oh, another thing, too. In your kitchen, on your cutting boards, use a wood cutting board. Wood is antiseptic. You'll get lower bacteria counts from a wooden cutting board than you will from a plastic cutting board. Can I ask one question? Yeah. And this is this is the one good use I think I have found for my microwave. After I clean my wooden cutting board, I put it in the microwave for a while. Well, actually, I just... Uh, I just clean it and rinse it good, wipe it dry, and let it dry, and let it, let it finish drying. But I have no problems with it. It's never grown hair or anything like that. <laughs> my brother, when he, he and his wife were first married, they were broke. And uh, they were both working, and they were broke. And this was over 30 years ago. So that one year, Scott went to his employer and asked for the scrap box at the that the cabinet shop he worked in. And the employer said, okay, Scott, uh, you can have it, but I want to inspect every board you make. And Scott literally got a grade toward his apprenticeship. Wow. And uh, his father-in-law and myself, we had the only ones left, but everybody in the family got one. They're great cutting boards. It's big. It's it's two feet by twenty inches. Wow, that's huge. <laughs> yep. And today I'll be using it again because I've got to make bread today. Ah, uh, he makes I'm that bread and then he calls up. <laughs> I'm down to a half a loaf, so I got to make some more. Oh, the sacrifice you go through, Colin. <laughs> I know. Ah, but when I babysat. She sold the crib the day before to some Amish people, and they left her some rolls. And she said, oh, you and Sammy can eat these rolls if you want. They were so good, I ate three of them. (laughs) (laughs) And they were probably more nutritional than you had ever had received 
and uh-huh. decades. And she even had Amish butter to put on them. Oh, my God. That's wonderful yeah. people. Are you yeah. sure you can't oh, follow up yeah. where do they live, you know? <laughs> oh, I used to live four miles from the colony. I know where they live. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. That, that's where you should be getting your food because they will not be GMO'd. You know, years ago when I lived next to them, we used to have to go out there and tell them they couldn't burn. And all of their little kids would come running to me because they'd never seen a woman in a fire suit. And, of course, I only weighed 90 pounds, so I had on these big clothes, and I looked really funny. I really did, you know. (laughs) I had to put on other clothes under the fire clothes so that my fire clothes wouldn't fall off. Until they finally did have some made for me. But these people always, when we go out to put out their normal fires, they would send us all home with bread or pie and, you know. And then one time, one of their kids burnt the barn down. And as we were leaving, I saw the headmaster standing there with his whip in the hand. And I went, oh, my God, they're going to beat that poor little boy. <laughs> they did. They, they, they did a no-no. They do not spare the rod and spoil the child. Yeah. No, but they spoil the firefighters. I know. But uh, you know, uh, you know, the thing is, the flour I use—it's a wheat flour—and certain parties on this call will say it's bad for you. But this is a. This is from a. Naturally hybridized hard spring wheat. This is, in other words, when they got into the area over a hundred years ago, they just planted the wheat they brought with them, and what grew, they saved for seed. You know, they they literally let the the weather decide, weather and the environment decide which was viable and which was not. Oh wow. This is the principles of Gregor Mendel. And uh, this is how it's done. So it's not GMO. You know, they just, you know, it was survival of the fittest is what it was over over 100 years ago. But that's where it is. And these these families that grow this stuff are under contract to the 395 brand of Whole Foods. And all their production goes to Whole Foods. But it's a hard spring wheat. I use the Red Star yeast uh, because it's all yeast. Now, the Fleischmann's I found, I, I read it. It's you know it's yeast, but it's flowing agent in it. And that flowing agent is uh, that one that uh, Kevin kept warning us against. And the, some of the cheaper brands of yeast use talcum powder for the flowing agent, so it'll drop through the tubes easily. Wow. So the Red Star yeast is pure yeast, and it costs more. And and the other thing, if you're doing cinnamon from Japan and you don't know where it comes from, it's sawdust-colored brown. Yeah. But, yeah. you know, that's... No. But no I, use a I use an unbleached, quite general flour from the same source, a whole wheat flour... And then I use dark rye flour from Red Mill for my flour mix. And Red Mill has no chlorine in it, or what was it that was in that? Was Red, Red Mill is 
is, is clean. It's clean. I know it's clean, but there was some... What, what was in the other ones that we were used to getting, the red mill? Oh, the bleaching. I used, they used bromide or something like that to bleach it yeah. white. Now, the sugar I use is from 365, but it's a brown color, and it's raw, uh, evaporated cane juice, and it's very coarse. Yeah, brown sugar is better. It has some better yeah, well, it's, uh, it's, all they do basically was when they they crush the they crush the uh, sugar cane, get the juice, and uh, then they uh, put the tray of the juice into. Uh, uh, they used to you put it out in the sun, but uh, with what's falling out of the sky today, you don't want to do that. So they, uh, I think, if, if I remember right, reading right. They put it in there and they heat it up to 100 degrees to speed the evaporation of it. Just 100 degrees. They don't boil it. And for the to feed the yeast, I use organic blackstrap molasses. Blackstrap is very nutritional. Yes, I know. What do you mean to feed the yeast? Well, you got to have a sugar right. to feed the yeast, so it'll work. Right. Oh, the sugar part. Okay, I get yeah. it. I use two tablespoons of blackstrap of of an organic, non-sulfured blackstrap molasses. Hmm. Yeah. Because there's some blackstrap molasses that has sulfur in it. Why, when they discovered all this, didn't they take all that crap out of our food? This is ridiculous. <laughs> because we, that's we, to are, make you sick. We, we are supposed to get sick and die. Yeah. We're not supposed to live beyond our, quote, usefulness, unquote. Most right. of us on this call are what they consider to be useless eaters. We are beyond we you. Yep. Hmm. And so they this is why this is why they have uh, all these drugs they push on you. They you know mm-hmm. they're trying to get they're trying to now get people that are perfectly healthy to start taking statin drugs. Right. And that's why I don't. That's right. I don't take any drugs. I don't either. Okay. I listen to my body. My body tells me what it needs. I am working on that action right now. Yep. Mm-hmm. But, you know, today I'll be, I'll make, uh, I, I can only make three today because I've got to get some more uh, rye flour. But uh, uh, I use a mix of, uh, okay, it's a total of eight cups. Okay, I actually do it by weight. So I do a pound of the whole wheat flour. One pound and two ounces of the uh, uh, general purpose flour and ten ounces of the rye flour. So I have a scale. I've got a uh, scale that I purchased from Sears. Electrical, it's still an electronic scale, but it, it weighs up to 11 pounds. It works very well. It's uh, Cusinart made it. It cost me $78. Went down to Steers looking for it. 
that, oh, we don't carry it in stock, but here's what you know. You pay for it now, and it'll be sent right to your house, which it was. Works really well. It's got a little battery in it. Uh, I'm still using the original battery. I have others. It's a AAA battery, so I have a whole bunch of others as replacements should I need to. <laughs> and it doesn't, it doesn't sit there and drain the battery when you're not using it because after about three minutes, it shuts off automatically. You know what, Colin? Yeah. I am going to have to find out who was the finest woman cook on the planet of all times because I think you're a reincarnation of her. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. No. But I have been yeah. in school for cooking. I was sent, the Army sent me to a school that lasted nine weeks in 1968 and had, if, I, if I'd had to pay for it, it would have cost 6500 silver dollars. Uh-oh. Did you become a cook? Yeah, I was a cook. Oh, okay. I got my I got my sergeant strike for for uh, we had five people in our section. We were way under strength. So one did the pay the senior one did the paperwork. Another one took care of the uh, field equipment and the truck. Uh, third one ran the rations, and there were left two of us. And each of us had a shift. We were feeding 140 men three times a day ourselves, the two of us. Wow. This is why I got my E5 strike. Hmm. Okay. But he has a brilliant memory. But listen, guys, it's going on 1 o'clock, and uh, I'm gonna, my battery's going to die. Yeah. Yeah. And Wait. And I want to ask. Talk shoe is going to be shutting us off before long, too. I want to ask a question. Is there really going to be a whole bunch of moons in the sky tomorrow night? Hell if I know. Okay. Rumor has it. What's the cross between an elephant and a rhinoceros? Hell if I know. <laughs> yep. What's the cross between a computer and a prostitute? I don't <laughs> I haven't been paying any attention to all the the uh, moaning and cro- groaning and crying over the, <laughs> the four blood moons or anything like that. <laughs> okay. all right. The blood moon occurs when the moon comes. Uh, it's in the sunlight, but it's directly behind the earth. But, you know, the earth is fully in front of it, between the, it and the sun, and the uh, sunlight it's the fringes of the atmosphere on the edge of the planet. It acts like a lens that bends it inward and concentrates it on the moon, and it uh, amplifies the infrared light. That's why it, it turns red. Well, you guys ought to move up here. We have blood moons and blood suns now with all the smoke yeah. in the air. <laughs> but that's how it works, you know. And, you know, the religious people have been going nuts with this, you know, because they've the blood moons are harbingers of doom and all that good shit. Same as comets, you know. When you see a comet in the sky, it's bad luck. Real plagues are going to happen and all this other crap, you know. But, you know, it's a matter of your beliefs. If you believe it, that's good. It's going to happen. Thank you, everybody. Mm-hmm. I did see something odd yesterday, though. I saw a Kim plane in the sky with nothing coming out of it. 
not a thing. It was just really cool. I went, yeah, all right, yeah, yeah. We need to, we need to, we need to make friends with uh, Putin of Russia. Uh, we need that S three hundred missile that he just gave to Iran and Syria. And by the way, the Syrians fired their first one in combat a week and a half ago and shot down an Israeli F-16 after it attacked a, a Syrian army base. Hmm. So Israel's not, not, getting, they're, they're not getting all their way. The Russians have stepped in, and they're constructing a base right now for Russian troops. And uh, it's going to be, and that's because the Russians have committed to uh, protecting the uh, Syrian nation against the uh, mer- the armed mercenaries that are hired by Israel and the United States. You mean? So, I think you mean United States interests, not United yes, States. ISIS. United States ISIS, the corporation. Well, there's been a policy coup. What? I'm talking about. There's been a policy coup. I know who you're referring to, but I would like to. I would like to think that the system that was made was good, but it's been hijacked. You know. What hijacked? So, anyways, back to your point. Back to your point. Yeah. All right. The uh, ISIS is the creation of the cabal. They are mercenaries. That's all they are. They do not, you know, they don't believe in Islam any more than the Pope believes in Catholicism. They're in it for the money. And uh, that's all they're in it for. So they're, you know, but anyway, the Israeli paid mercenaries and the, you know, U.S. cabal paid mercenaries. Uh, you know, they're not having it. They're not having it as easy. And one of the things that isn't isn't reported in our in our media is the fact that the ISIS troops that are wounded are treated in Israeli hospitals. Hmm. Interesting. Very good point. I'm thinking about a lot right now. They, and uh, you know, and a lot of the industry in uh, Israel has been built on land that they took in the West Bank and and took took from Gaza, and given to settlers, the illegal settlements. That's where a lot of their factories are. And uh, one of the firms is called SodaStream, and it makes a a home appliance that you can make uh, carbonated soft drinks with in your home. And they have pulled out, they've closed their factory and that they had built on stolen land in the West Bank. And they're moved they moved they're moving the factory to the Gaza to the Negev Desert to the south. But they have you know, uh they have they have pulled out of there because people have been buying their products. You know, there's a big big very widespread movement not to buy products manufactured in the occupied territories.
what you just said is occup- about occupied territory is really interesting, yeah. and 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 the boycotting of of exports, right? Yep. Whoa. Mm-hmm. But that's another call. Yeah, that's another call by itself. <laughs> you see, I haven't bought uh, products exported from Israel for ten years because of this stuff. You should have talked earlier in the call. I love hearing from you, man. Got a lot of great yeah, things to say. You know, but they do. You know, I do have a fair amount of uh, Israeli manufactured products, but I bought them twenty, thirty years ago. Okay, before I knew better. You and Colin should have a call together. <laughs> Where all the hens. Because this is really a hen call. <laughs> well, you've seen the old joke, you know? Uh, you know, when you get two women. Are we gone? Hey, no, we're good. We're still on. He got cut off accidentally, I think. What happened? Patricia? I'm here. Yeah, they just cut us off at Blog Talk. Oh, really? Okay. Are you the so, only one here? Patty? <laughs> yeah. I think we're alone now. There doesn't seem to be anyone around. Yeah. Children uh, behave. <laughs> That's what they say when we're together. <laughs> oh, there's yeah. Elaine. Oh, good. Elaine's still here. Hi, Patty. Hi. <laughs> I just finished shaving my son's face. Uh, I son- what's going on. <laughs> you just finished doing what? Giving my son a shave. Oh, you shaved him. Oh, good, good. Uh, and he's good. telling that it smells like his, orange. His back or his front? His front face. His face. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. He's, he's, he's her... Her I'm making the joke, 25. but I don't know background. Okay, so I, he's, I, I he's think this is a sensitive issue. And he's 25 years old. Oh, that is sweet. He's her What a baby. sweet thing to do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I apologize for my insensitivity. That's okay, Donald. I, I told her about you. I think you should run away and go take care of Elaine and Ray, but <laughs> they're in New Mexico. They ran away from California. <laughs> Is it better there for you? Well, it's uh, it's a change, you know. It's it's a rural area, very out of the way. Yes, and uh, you know, it's it's uh, better for, you know, if things get crazy. I'm not trapped in a big city, so I have some natural resources that I can use. So in that way, it's better. But there's pros and cons in everything. You know, one good thing I found out is uh, out here in New Mexico, they, they, you know, for disabled people, the federal government gives each state, at least as far as the schools I know in California, it was 50000 a year to provide for their care. And um, I know a lot of people probably get ticked off right away when they hear that, oh, those disabled people are just bleeding the system. 
But, you know, we're supposed to be a compassionate people and and should care for one another. Um, but anyway, here in New Mexico, they get that same $50,000 and they don't do anything with it. They, don't, they make the disabled people be on a 10-year wait list. So what I've noticed out here is the old disabled people, and I'm saying old, they're not babies anymore, they have no teeth, they're in poor health, and that's because there is nothing for them until after their 10-year wait list. And, um, and so that means in their 40s and their 50s, they're finally going to get services, but that's when they're going to die anyway because they're disabled and they needed the early intervention. So that's the only thing that I don't like. But what I found was interesting was it was in the newspaper, uh, the local newspaper here, about how these agencies are sitting on $4 million plus dollars that they're given for disabled people's care, and they're just sitting on it. So now it's been exposed, and maybe they'll have to do something about it. Yep. Well, that's yeah. the good thing. <laughs> yep. Maybe we can work out a deal and, uh, you know, I can maybe clean your windows and, uh, you know, like uh, take out the trash and mow the lawn. And uh, I'll even pay some rent and, you know, help you out there. I mean, I am in San Francisco. I'm looking for warmer weather, I suppose. Well, I tell you, right now I'm living, uh, I moved out here to take care of my mom who was in a nursing home, and, um, you know, she passed away. So I'm renting her house from my sister, and my sister will not let me have other people living in this house, according to our rental agreement. Thank God. I hate people. Um, and Her so, sisters. That's her a good sisters. thing are not good people. <laughs> they stole all the money. Poor Elaine is having to pay rent on her own property. Of course, I I'm just kidding. I love, but I love I, actually, Elaine. Yeah, that's sad, though, that uh, they won't give you any company, you know. Like, even if you want a friend to come and help you out uh, and live with you, you, you know, seems yeah, a little, little bit odd. But, yeah. but that's okay. We just keep living it yeah. in the time. It's pretty cool. And that's your own sister, you know, that's sad. It's sad. And maybe she should adopt you. I was going to adopt Donaldson, but you can do it, Elaine. Uh, (laughs) I don't want to see anybody homeless. You're not homeless, are you? Oh, I'm not homeless, but I have been sleeping outside. Because it's by, by, by all intents, by all, like, actions and deeds, yes, I'm I, what you would call homeless, but actually I feel like that's more of a media hype victim word. Yeah. You know, like, and because, I mean, all things are me. Everything's been existing at the outdoors <laughs> since eternity, and uh, I'm but kind you of... You should come out here, and there's a place... Now, I'm not going to say it's perfect, but I don't know what the city streets are like in San Francisco, but there's a place here called the Mesa, and there was a community of what would be considered, quote, homeless people. And they support one another, and they live off the land, and they live as a small community. And if you come there with a tent and whatever, uh, you can, you know, join in that community, but you have to 
contribute, you know, when they need help hauling water and blah, blah, blah. But the only bad thing about it is that there are some crazies there, <laughs> you know, that you got to watch out for. And, you right. know. Well, what, I what I'd really like... to have a glass cleaning business for you. I had to bring my squeegees. <laughs> well, you know, uh, there's, and there's a lot out here if you want to get away from the city and have, uh, you know, I mean, you're not going to be rich unless you have money, but there are resources out here. The land can support you if you know how to do it, you know. My dream would be to be able to buy an acre of land and put a home on it. And, um, you know. If I go to New Mexico, I'm going to sue these people straight up right when I get there. (laughs) Good luck with that. No, I mean, because of James Boyd, man. That was totally traumatizing, you know. Anyways. Because the police in New Mexico shot that homeless man, James Boyd, a few about a year or two ago, I think it was. Yeah, I know they've really cracked down. Now, what? There's corruption everywhere, so I, it's hard to differentiate, you know, uh, who's worse or who's more corrupt than the next. But one thing I will say out here is that. Um, it's kind of slow mentally. I mean, people are just really not on the ball in a lot of ways. But at the same time, uh, they are very sincere in their simplicity. The cops, for the most part, I haven't seen any, um, you know, intrusive type of behavior. That one cop that was uh, shot at the van full of uh, children, because a black woman was speeding, he's been removed, uh, and they have a new chief of police in a city near here. So they're really cracking down on corruption in the police state out here. I'm seeing a lot of that now. But, oh, neat. That's good yeah. feedback. The peace officers instead of... Yeah, they really are. I'm getting more of that sense... Although there are some idiots out here, I mean, there's idiots everywhere. Some of the some of the police are, are you know, operating on evil behind a badge, you know. But for the majority, I'm not seeing it as you do on the news, you know. But um, I've got to go because I got to get ready in the shower and stuff. <laughs> but, yeah, I got to um, go and you know, take the dogs outside. No. Let us honor yeah, your experience. My own Thanks property, for sharing. If I had my own property, uh, I would say, "Come on out," because I need somebody. I need, I need a, you know, a I need a, someone to help out. It would be great. <laughs> but um, I don't have uh, my own property, and I'm, I'm living in my sister's house, so I'm kind of strapped right now. <laughs> yeah, it. It'll work out for you. Well, yeah. thank you. Hope it works out yeah. for all of us. I really do. I'm, I'm, stopping, I'm, I'm going to call this my three angels. <laughs> <laughs> it was okay, lovely to chat with the three of you, or I mean, with the two of you. <laughs> 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 Where's the, the third angel? Keep on the call. You never know. Maybe I'll get that piece of land and I'll say, "Hey, I need somebody out here to help me." <laughs> Hey, if I'm moving around, I will. 
I'm right now I'm just uh I'm kinda still stationary, but um hey I'm gonna let everybody go. Big big hugs, I got my arms up wide. Oh, right hug. now. Mm-hmm. Bringing everyone together right. in love. All right, all right, love you all. Talk everybody to you later, Elaine. Talk to you next week, Donaldson. You too, Patty. Thank you. Elaine, nice to hear from you. Yeah, you too. Appreciate Bye-bye. all the consideration. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.